upstanding citizen, and all-round nice guy, Ark Carl, is driven from his home by the noises of renovation. He goes to the nearest inn for some peace and quiet to study. He had barely cracked open a book when a strapping young fellow in particularly shiny armour strides into the room. He strides right over to Ark Carl and rather rudely accuses him of being the heinous and most despicable murdering wizard known as Georg the Lichgard, who is in possession of the phylactery of the dread Lich Drexel. Ark Carl is so insulted by the man's insistence that he uses magic to flee to the refuge of his house, but his accuser follows. Unable to enter, the man rants and raves outside in a way that would make Mother Oldman proud. The situation quickly escalates when Kel, Lydia and the town guard get involved. Then Kel informs Georg that the man is in fact a paladin and their word is law. Despite Ark Carl's protests of innocence, the paladin dismisses them as lies and eventually climbs over the wall of the house, causing Carl to flee into the pocket dimension of his rope trick. Cornered and frustrated, Carl has no choice but to give the man what he wants and unleashes Georg with his magic. And the power of the amulet, Georg soon defeats the paladin, causing him to flee town. But enraged and insulted, Georg follows, cloaked by invisibility. He tracks down the unsuspecting paladin and finishes him off with no trouble. Georg inspects the man and finds him still alive. After taking a magic ring and unknown potion off the man, he uses his phantom steed to take the paladin to Baron Song. At first, Song seems flustered and tells Georg that this could have severe implications. When Georg is forced by Calgrella to reveal the true nature and origin of his amulet, the Baron composes himself and they work out a plan. A plan of three parts. The first part was for Calgrella to take the paladin and make it look like he was ambushed and murdered by Knowles. The second was for the Baron to give his staff a stern talking to on the value of loyalty and not revealing secrets. And the third was for Georg to sneak into town at night and make examples of certain people to ensure the rest of the town don't go telling tales. And so Georg spends the night doing bloody butcher's work, killing Kel Lydia, the innkeeper, a guardsman and an unfortunate drunk and claiming their souls. He returns to the Motten Bailey near the breaking of dawn, tired and bloody. He goes to his room, but notices that it is already occupied by some unknown male. He is too exhausted to investigate further and finds another room to bed down in. The next day, Georg makes some inquiries to find out who the stranger sleeping in his room was, but no one seemed to know. 
The Baron tells Georg that he will be staying at the keep from now on, and Georg claims the newly restored smithy as a workshop and spends the next few days resting, studying, and gathering spell components. During that time, he finds that the paladin's ring allows the wearer to easily spot lies, but is unable to lie himself. He also learns that the Baron's birthday celebration is taking place soon, so he makes some preparations and ponders what gift to present to the Baron. Who was the mysterious guest? Has Georg finally fully embraced his darkness? What do you give a man who keeps a unicorn locked in the basement? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How are you doing today, Ryan? I am doing well. Me too. Imagine that. Imagine uh, that. Yes. So, you guys have all heard the recap. We left off in the keep just before Baron Song's birthday. I think, as usual, Ryan and I have nothing to tell you about our lives. Um, you don't need to tell Stream that you are... My wife arrived. The love of your life. and My mail-order bride arrived from... Thailand. Thailand yesterday, and I picked her up from the airport. She's in the other room sleeping right now, so we can just... That's that. Ryan's bouncing up and down on a bouncy ball. <laughs> um, we have some lovely fan art, if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Here, let's take a look at it right there. Matthew Berger? Is that is that how he goes? Is that what he goes by? I... That's, that's what the link says. So That sounds about right. Or Kronos 4, if you prefer that name. Uh, it says Georg the Lich Guard. Looking pretty badass. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's a surprisingly close to how I had imagined him. I guess I can describe things accurately or maybe... You can read my mind. I think it's the telepathy. Spell. Yeah. Yeah, probably the telepathy. It's probably the telepathy. Um, right. So why don't we hop right in? It is Baron Song's birthday. The decorations have, have been... Day before? Day of. Okay. The um, decorations have been strong. The feast has been prepared. Um, a lot of the people... A lot of the servants that are around are temporary servants that have been hired from town to help throw this event because there are not enough servants in the keep to properly throw a birthday party. Hmm. Yes. So, more people have been brought in. Uh, the guests of... Well, the guest of honor is, of course, the Baron. But the guests of note that are attending the birthday party are Lady Dysek... Good. I have some business with her, maybe. Her son, Dolan. Her Ooh. retainer knight, Arlene Norwin. And her nieces and nephews, Jolene, Samuel, Daisy, and Bargain. Uh, also, the Sunderland family is present with Lady Sunderland, bringing her husband, Brontis, her retainer knight, three of her children, and their spouses and their, grandch and their children. So, a bunch of them over there. And the other noble family that is worth noting is Lady Diana Keystone, who was actually the niece of the gatekeeper, Kel Crystal Keystone. Uh, and of course, she brings her husband, Thomas, 
her child, her aunts, her uncles, their spouses, you know, all those things. Um, but notably, the Keystone family does not have a retainer knight or any sort of guards to bring along. All right. So have these people arrived or is this just what... So I think Georg the... would spend some time getting this information from the servants in the morning. Right, right. So we're still earlier in the day. Okay. But I, I was able to gather this list from... Yes. Where the servants in the kitchen as I go to fetch my breakfast. Yes. Um, and I think I'll stay out of the way, head head to the forge, and let the servants prepare the keep for the party, and make myself scarce. Um, I believe last time I said I was studying fly, but I think I will switch that out to a quick burning hands and then fly, because hopefully I can get burning hands in a day or two. Ah, well. Let's so, see. And I don't think I had put any time in to fly yet. That's the bookkeeping. Uh, did I? How many days? Has it been one extra night? I'm currently at five out of 16 HP. I think that is an accurate assessment. There wasn't HP for this previous night? Uh, there should have been, but I don't know if that was already included or not. All right, so you are not learning fly. You are instead learning burning hands. All right, is my audio a little better? Ooh, much louder. louder. Can you hear me? Neil's usually unbearably loud, so um, that's, that's generally the issue. We could just mute him, and then I could I could run the whole stream. You could, uh, but that would be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you enter a treasure chamber filled with thousands and thousands of gold coins and racks filled with Holy Avenger longswords. What do you do? <laughs> All right. Um, so what are we saying? I'm at 5 HP? Yeah. Okay. One day I'll get a nap. <laughs> um, or a week of naps. Um, I am expecting that my magic robe be delivered today. Yes, it is delivered today. I think you spoiled it and said it will show up like late this afternoon, just before the party starts or something like that. Yeah, it takes a little time, but it does show up maybe four hours before the party starts. Um, so I think during the day, I'll just get my study time in, get my workshop time in. I think I... Maybe lower your volume a little bit now. (laughs) Nerny, nerny, ner. Is that any better? Uh, we'll see what they say. Uh, it seems fine to me. It, it's hard to tell. I don't. I can't hear myself. Aren't you running the show? I'm running the show, but you know, you're you're peeking out at the end of the line, and I can't tell what what goes beyond the line. You're off the charts, Ryan. You're just off the charts. Are you sure? Not anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not. Whatever. All right. Um, anyway, continue. What what are you planning on doing? Uh, I don't. I think I'll be studying during the day, working on my burning hand spell, hanging out in the workshop. We already went through the process of making golden needles. Right. Um. I, so I don't know if that's happening today or happened yesterday, but we can just say I'm I'm working. Um. I have spells memorized. I, 
I haven't changed my list since what was written down, so I don't think I have to rememorize anything, but I'll just go through that for the record. I have mm-hmm. Enlarge, Detect Magic, Color Spray, Feather Fall, Spider Climb, Deep Pockets, Rope Trick, Knock, Blink, Lightning Bolt, and Clairvoyance. Woo! You are a walking arsenal of spells. And yeah. what is your amulet charged with? It has one magic missile and one invisibility and, and one opens. empty gem, no souls. All right. I will learn fly next chat. Uh, burning hands is a level one spell, so it'll only take one or two days and I could use more combat capabilities. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then I can fly away to the magic air fortress of wizardly wizards, and I have no idea what happens when you get there. They may just lynch me for being a lich. Maybe. We'll see. We'll have to figure that out. Um, Any other preparations pre-party, or should we just hop into the birthday party? Uh, Preparations. I don't think so. I don't think so. If there's, like, the main, I mean, the dissect situation is the main one I want to look into. Mm-hmm. Like, see if I, I've never met her, but I'm supposed to be setting her up with Lord Song. It'd be nice if I had, this would be a perfect opportunity to slip for a love potion, but alas, I have none. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll at least talk to her and her consort. Okay. So if they show up before the party, I may bug them, or we can just skip to the party. Well, yeah, everyone starts to show up before the dinner. Um, dinner, you everyone shows up around like five, and dinner starts at six. Mm-hmm. So come five o'clock, the people begin to show up. The great hall where Baron Song's throne chair really sits has been replaced with, well, the chair's still there, but there's been tables brought out, and lanterns have been hung, and chandeliers have been lit with candles. Uh, The room is brightly lit for the first time. And uh, people are standing about, chatting. Servants are bringing around glasses of wine and champagne. Appetizers are being passed out. Uh, A a set of dogs have been, are, are walked around, Looks like guests have brought their dogs, and they're eagerly eating up anything that falls on the ground. Um, and everything's to be good. Everything seems to be going quite swimmingly. All right. So, are we jump into the party? Yeah. Okay. Um, I assume that a servant delivered my yes black robes uh, which filled with I pockets. Will... Yes, and I will cast my first deep pocket spell. It does take a full turn to cast this. Lasts for 18 hours for me. Okay. So 10 minutes to cast. 18 yeah. hours of pockets. And I think I'll do 10 10 pound pockets this time. That's the okay. case. Although I did did fork up the money for the mini pockets if I so desire. Um, sweet. So ten pounds. The the robe weighs ten pounds when it's enchanted, and it can hold up to hundred pounds. So never gonna be encumbered again. 
and I also I'm gonna load up pockets with that basically everything that I own. So I now have like that crowbar that used to just be like in my house. It's just like shoved crowbar. into a pocket. I've just got a pocket with a crowbar in it. <laughs> All the spell components. What happens when there's things in the pockets at the end of the spell? It specifically says that uh, they appear around you. Let's see. So if you filled your pockets with coins and then the spell expires, you'll just be like in a pile of coins. Yeah, if it is successful, the spell magic is cast, or the spell duration expires. Um, all material suddenly appears around the wearer and immediately falls to the ground. A caster can also cause all the pockets to empty with a single command. So if I... Yeah. Okay, so that's good to know, because that means anything fragile in them appears and falls. So yeah. if there's like a potion in there, it might break. Sure. Yeah. That okay. could be debated. Yeah, that seems reasonable. We'll deal with that if it comes to it. Uh, okay. Does this mean I can cause some of the pockets to empty with a single command? Or is it all or, or all, or I have to actually manually remove items? What's the wording precisely? It says the caster can also cause all the pockets to empty with a single command. This is in the context of the pocket emptying when the spell expires. Right. To me, that sounds like it's all or nothing. Um, but I think it would be more interesting if you could empty individual pockets as you please. I would like to quote this spell out of context. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Furthermore, there are no discernible bulges where the special pockets are. <laughs> in case you're wondering. All right. You're wondering. All right. So I go through that ritual, uh, erasing one of my tiny golden needles and enchanting my deep pockets, loading her up. And I think we're ready for... As long as you don't put your, the food in your pockets, it'll be okay. Why wouldn't I put the food in my pockets? Because that's not what you do. You don't in go fact, to a party and just start putting food in your pockets, Ryan. Has, have you learned nothing? Uh, that's an inside to, joke guys you're speaking to, i'm missing this inside joke sensei to, okay is that, oh. one of his endless speeches i've forgotten everything he taught me i'm oh. a grad student i you're speaking to the wrong person oh my god stealing free food from events <laughs> that's exactly why he tells you not to do it <laughs> anyway i hide it in my belly is that acceptable that's fine it's a special pocket yeah there are no bulges discernible where the special <laughs> pockets are. Georg. Oh, now I can literally cast pocket sand. <laughs> Georg Thanks, Sonalar, for that, for that tip. Cool. So, I think preparations have been made. Yes. The guests have arrived. Um, you are notified that dinner will begin in ten minutes. Probably like, oh shit, like I got distracted in my little workshop and mm -hmm. thought I might do some some schmoozing with the guests before dinner started, but I guess I'm running late as usual. Mm -hmm. uh, so I pull my, my hood of house song over my magical robes and head to the party. So I think that's like a gray, just like poncho with a rattlesnake on it that goes over my robes. 
Um, the seating arrangement goes Baron Song at the head of the table. Uh, you and Kel Crystal Keystone on beside him on either side. Uh, Kel, Greller, Kel Greller stands behind him and does not join in on dinner. Huh. He stands as guard the whole time. Um, and then beside you guys and heading down are the heads of nobles' families and then their heads and spouses and then their children and aunts and uncles and all that crap. But all the, the higher-ups are at your end of the table. Um, so the families are separated? As in, like, so who's next to me? Who's on, who's uh, on right? Sitting next to you is... Actually, Layton. on my... Yeah. On your on, right. On no, the Baron is on my right, correct? Uh, well, he has, he has Cal Crystal on his right. Actually, you're on his right and Crystal's on his left. Okay. Usually it's uh, Greller on his right and me on his left. Although For... I don't go to a lot of courtly functions. When we've had dinner in the past. We've had dinner in the past? Uh, like I've like walked in on them having dinner and oh. been invited to sit at the table. Well, yes. Uh, Greller would normally sit at his right. But Greller's acting as guard here, and you get the right-hand spot. Well then. Which is interesting in and of itself. Uh, sitting beside you is Lady Sunderland, and beside her is her husband, Brontis. And mm -hmm. beside him is Lady Diana Keystone, and beside her is her husband, Thomas. Uh, across from you is... Kel Crystal Keystone, and beside her is Lady Dysek. Uh, and beside her is her son. Uh, so her was there any sort of opening ceremony or introductions, or did I, did I miss that? You missed everyone being announced as they were coming in. Uh, so so by the time in, you came down, everyone dinner. was finding their seats at dinner. I actually would have come in the front. So I would have been in my workshop across the yard. Okay. Yeah, so then as you come in through the front door, everyone's being seated. Mm -hmm. um, there's a set of guards on the front door in their full dress uniform that's been freshly pressed and cleaned. Uh, all the soldiers are up and busy. There's a bunch of guards in the keep itself, and it looks like the town militia, the town guard, has been roped into watching the walls while the castle guard actually holds the inside. There's, there's like a dozen castle guard more 19 uh, or something like that no it's at a really no low number it's like 12 okay where is it um he had 10 minute arms and i think there were f oh yeah there were like three or four new recruits so i think it's 16 minute arms now okay um no because three and four four plus 10 is not 16 it's 13 or 14 guards i can is now. anyone armed or armored aside from Greller and the guards? Yes. Um, let's see. Lady Dysek brought her own knight. His name, her name is Arlene Norwin, and Who's she is dining in in plate. Um, it's a breastplate. It's not full plate. Just a, a breastplate with greaves and stuff. And uh, Lady Sunderland brought her retainer knight as well, but you did not catch their name, her name. And they have swords as well at their yes. sides. Yes, they do. All right, so I'll have my I'll have my dagger. I guess on the outside of my robes. Okay. Like, like in the picture. Okay. Okay. 
because I think that looks cooler, although I'm debating whether it's more practical to just have it in a deep pocket along with everything else. Let's take a look at that picture one more time for everyone else. Isn't it beautiful? The quarterstaff is shoved into a pocket, by the way. So if I need to, it'll be like, bloop, 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 bloop. Can you put a quarterstaff in the pocket? The spell is literally called Deep Pockets. Oh, wait, hold on a sec. And it's got a limited volume, though, right? Five cubic feet. I mean, it could be a long, skinny pocket, right? I guess. It doesn't specify. Uh, I, I guess I that mean, there, it's extra dimensional space. The, the laws of. It I shapes to fit whatever fits that goes in it as long as it's less than five cubic feet. Yeah. And 10 pounds. Right. So you'd have trouble putting 10 pounds of feathers in there. Probably. Yeah, not to mention the emotional scars of whatever had to be done to acquire 10 pounds of feathers. <laughs> All those birds. Those poor birds. Yeah. Okay. Um, party's going. Is there anything you'd like to do during the party specifically before events unfold? There are events unfolding? There will um, be yeah, events I'll, I mean, I'm, I will be making... Apparent small talk, but trying to gather information from people. I was hoping to talk more with the dissects, but they're across the table, so maybe that'll be awkward. I'll start by just chit-chatting with uh, Sunderland. Is that, that her name? Yes, it is. Lady Sunderland. She is 66 years old. Okay. Uh, I guess before that, do I get any sort of impression of what the room seems to... Like, am I getting sideways glares or, like... Or people avoiding Give eye contact me with me. A charisma check, please. Yeah. Because no doubt some sort of rumors must have escaped Misty Rapids. I don't know if the rumors are there's wraiths butchering people. There was a paladin here the other day, and now he's gone. I do need to spread some. No, nope. I just missed the missed the missed the mark on that one, most likely. I did want to start some or get some explanation out there as to what happened to the paladin. Um, so you're sitting down, and Lady Sunderland turns to you mm-hmm. and says, "My, you must be uh, Carl or Carl. I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting." Indeed, I extend a hand. Does she? Does she touch me? Yes. Uh, I'll I'll kiss her and bow to a knee or whatever. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. The pleasure is mine. The Lady Sunderland, I presume? Yes. I hear you and my son are quite close. I look around. I have no idea what she's talking about, correct? She sees your Sun? confusion Sun? and, and gives like a, a bit to, of a nod to towards Greller. You look to Greller. She gives a nod in Greller's direction, and he <laughs> makes eye contact with you. I uh, yes, yeah, yes. Kel Greller is a, f- a fine young man. And a hmm. Strong sword arm does well. We are we are blessed to have him. Aren't we all? (laughs) So tell me, Carl, where do you come from? 
Uh, I was educated east, across the sea, in a tower of uh, high wizardry. Mm. Oh, I meant to ask as I was dealing with the robe, but it slipped my mind. Is is there any sort of like in in the on the main continent? Is there any sort of ritual or ceremony associated with uh, accepting or changing robe colors? Like, is there like a robing ceremony where you choose the red, white, or black? There's not a ceremony. You there probably would be a small ceremony. You would go to the head of the order or one of the heads of that order mm-hmm. and say, well, first you'd let your own guy know that you're cha- leaving your order. And then you go to the other order and say, I want to join. And they'd so, ask you some questions and they can't I really should, turn you down. But I should be I should send a letter across the sea or something to notify some records department in the in the whatever. Yes, that would be appropriate. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I did that this afternoon or I'll deal with it tomorrow, but okay. that's seems to be a thing. Yeah, so I tell her that I was I was educated across the sea and then I'm like and and, and when I heard that uh Lord Song was in need of arcane counsel, I You came all the way across the sea? Well, was time i was i was of age and hungry for adventure this was this just happened to be a excellent opportunity i hear there have been terrible wars over there uh is this not the nature of man are there not terrible wars everywhere i suppose that's true how very wise i heard of any terrible wars i don't yeah there was some there were some wars going on do I know? Do we know which time period this campaign is taking place in, and if any of this is relevant? Or yeah, this is near the time of Tyrus and Silac. Like uh, this is the next year, so you'd have large armies moving across the other continent. Yeah. So this is this is the age of Verasi. Yes. Well, on the other continent, it is over here. It seems nice and peaceful. Okay. So, I believe the Sunderland estate is to the west of here? Am I, am I correct? Uh, the Sunderlands live... Their houses in town, they own properties oh. to the west. Okay. Yeah, but they, they live in town. The heads of the family do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine country, fine country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, conversation continues, unless there's anything specific you'd like to say. I guess not. No, I'm surprised to... I mean, I guess Greller had to come from somewhere, but I wasn't expecting this. Yes. Does she strike me as a... I guess you... I guess I need to detect evil spell, don't I? She has no holy symbol around her neck, does she? She does not. Mm-hmm. And her husband... What, what do I make of him? Normal. Does he say anything, or is she doing the talking? She does most of the talking. It seems like she's definitely the head of the household. Um, he mm-hmm. sits and he chats with the the husband across the way from him and to the person next to him. And he doesn't go out of his way to speak to you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, um, how far, how wide is the table? Like, can I make conversation with Lady Dissec? Or is that like an awkward shout across a table? Uh, it's not like she's no, seated directly do it. across from me. 
No, she's like across from you and one over, which is yeah. it's easy to make conversation with her. You might okay. have to lean forward and make that eye contact, but it can be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So I guess, like, as I'm talking with, as this conversation with Lady Sunderland is happening, I will be eyeing the Lady Dysek mm-hmm. and her retainer, and can I get, like, physical descriptions of them? Um, yes. Ages and... Um, so Lady and... Lady Dysek is middle-aged. Um, in her early 40s, she's about 5'5", five, five, 150 pounds. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Baron Song's like in his 20s. Baron Song's like 25. And he's after this 40-year-old woman for her lands and inheritance. All yes. Right. <laughs> um, uh, who else did you want information on? Uh, her and her retainers. So like her... Right. She doesn't have a. She's got a son. She has a son, Dolan, who is a kid. No. Uh, Her sister and brother are. They're dead, but her their children are in attendance. So her nieces and nephews. Um, Dolan. Dolan. (laughs) Uh, Dolan is a little bit further. Actually, no. He's seated right next to Lady Dysek. He is 16 years old, having just come of age, and is the only child of one of these heads of family to be sitting at this end of the table. Maybe it's because... No, you're directly across from Crystal. Okay, yeah, 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 right. And then one over is Lady Dysek. Right, and then one over is Dolan. Is Kel Crystal speaking with Lady Dysek? Or is... Uh, They speak a little. Okay. Polite conversations made. And- Woman, you said breastplate. Does she have like a long sword at her side, or yes. any other weapons of note? Uh, long sword. Okay. Um, so I'm directly across from Nolan. Dysak. No, you're directly across from Crystal. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah right. And then one over is Lady Dysak. Okay. Right, and then or one is, over is Dolan. Y'all not. Is Kel Crystal speaking with Lady Dysak? Or is... Uh, they speak a little. Okay. Polite conversation is made, and then... Uh, yeah, I guess Crystal can't really speak to the Keystones. They're a little further down on your side, so she can't speak with her own family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I should note that Arlene Norwin, the retainer knight for Lady Dysek, is mm-hmm. much older. She's quite short, uh, barely over five feet tall, uh, framed to match it, but she's got to be in her late 60s. Okay. Uh, so an older knight. Right. Is, are, are there drinks going around? Or? Yes, there are. Um, drinks are being passed around. Food's being passed around. There's a big roast pig on the table. Okay, so feasting has begun in full yes. force. Right. Um, at some point when there is a lull in the conversation, I will speak up to Lady Dysek. Go for it. Uh, uh, Lady Dysek, how are how are things in your land? I was just over in that neck of the woods a week or so ago with the Mother Omen dealing with some wraiths. Tragic business. Tragic indeed. We have had uh, many problems with the wraiths ourselves. Still? Still. They've been spotted in villages. Three of them have been abandoned. Uh, people have fled further east 
We must find a way to stop these foul creatures. This troubles me. I I thought that the mother and I dealt with this problem. It seems they the creatures multiply. Yes. Thankfully, our the peasants are stupid and fearful. Word spreads quickly of these monsters, and they flee at the first sign of danger. There is something to be said for cowardly creatures. They do survive. <clears throat> Somewhat like rats. However, this can't stand. You just can't go abandoning... No, no. Lands. Those fields cannot be left untended for long. Hmm. It's about time to start planting. <clears throat> and the... The mother, did she not make herself comfortable in the in that abandoned temple? Mm. Suddenly, like, not sure if she know has heard about this. If I'm like betraying sensitive information, does she not seem to know what's going on? Or she pauses and says. Yes, I had heard Mother Oldman was establishing some sort of thing on my lands. <clears throat> I presume it's the least she could I could do for her, considering her help in reducing the number of wraiths about. Does that mean I get a lot as well? <laughs> kidding, kidding. Oh. The reason I, I guess I'm just surprised to hear that rates are still a problem with our with the good mother so close at hand. Why? Yeah, asks the question: Why is she not dealing with this problem? That is a well, very wise question to be asking, Carl. What is the Baron doing throughout this dinner? It sounds like he doesn't have anyone to converse with. Like, is he talk? Is he talking? With he'll talk with Crystal, or he'll talk with you know whoever, because he can lean forward and talk to people, and he can shout well, down at people's five rows party, down. He, he can, can do. He can talk to whoever he wants to. Yeah, he could get on the table and dance if he wanted. So uh, he stays had... mostly quiet, eating and mm -hmm. watching and listening, um, mm -hmm. talking politely. Okay. I do want to get as much information out of the dissects as I can, but we can let that proceed over the course of the night. Um, yeah, so a few minutes later, uh, what's her name? Lady Diana Keystone kind of stands up from her table and clears her throat the hall quiets down for a moment as she prepares to say some words. Where is the volume control? Lady Keystone. So this Lady is Keystone. Crystal's mother? Uh, actually, Crystal's niece? So she's younger than Crystal. I think so. I need like these. A... Yes, she's about 25 years old. Um, so oh, it's wow. the niece of Crystal. She gets up and clears her throat turns to Baron Song and says, <clears throat> Baron Song, I must protest the presence of your archmage. By the father's beard, he is a wanted man with a criminal past. He was sought by a paladin. 
It is not fitting to have him at your council, much less to have him as a guest at this dinner. Does that silence the table? Yes. I Everything. open my mouth as if to speak and then glance sideways to the Lord to see if I have, I don't know, see if he gives me any nonverbal cues giving me permission to defend myself or if he steps up to say anything. He doesn't really move. He's still leaning forward on his elbows, a chicken bone in his hand. He slowly sets it down, pauses. It's probably only really like a three or four second pause, but it feels like an eternity in this hall where everyone at the table, including the servants and the guards, are all looking and watching. And then he just says, your grievance has been heard, and picks up his chicken bone and goes back to eating. Uh, Lady Diana flushes a little bit and sits back down, turns to her husband, Thomas, and begins speaking with him and slowly... I, I don't think I've broken eye contact with Lady Keystone. I, she probably doesn't look at me. Right. Does, does no, she, she does not look at you. She doesn't acknowledge your presence, except with her words. Slowly the party comes I'll, back. I don't know if I even say this to anyone in particular, but I'll grumble about the you know, that, that damned paladin. We cleared this up. He went west in search of his quarry. What is... Damned groundless accusations. Rage eat my turkey bone. Um, Whatever it is I'm eating. So half an hour, an hour later, the main feast is wrapping up. There's still desserts and wine and talking and, you know, the party will continue. But the the eating session has finished up. Mm -hmm. And next on the table... Well, not on the table itself, but next on the list of things to do are the presentation of gifts. Um, did I get any more conversation with the dissects in that uh, time? Yes. Or was my conversation you... cock-blocked? No, no, no. You can continue to converse. Wild accusations. Um, what would you like to converse? Um, I don't know. More small talk. Maybe I'll ask the son, like, what he's... So what do you like to do? Do you take to the... Do you... I don't know. Are you practiced at sword and lance, or more a... His voice breaks while he speaks to you, and he says, I'm looking to be a knight one day. I've been practicing my horse, and I I ride every day. Uh, I've been working on my lancing, and my sword fighting, and my archery. Most impressive. Archery as well. I I hope to squire for Kelgreller when I'm a little older. A fine choice. Dare I say, one of the finest swords in the land. Mm. Oh, I'm sure you'll make a brave and capable warrior one day. Do I think I'll make a brave and capable warrior one day? I think I think you think you're going to kill him before he has that opportunity. <laughs> no, no. I think Georg's kind of in denial. Like the... I don't know. We'll see. The whole murder rampage kind of is like a fuzzy blur... Like, that was the days after I was level-drained by the wraith that almost mm-hmm. felt like a hazy dream. I became the wraith. For a moment. Um, very well. Very well. Um, any more to say to the lady? Eh, 
I guess I'll, I mean, I can keep making small talk. Um, how, yeah. how do you feel about your son engaging in such dangerous activity? It will make a man out of him. I think all men ought to engage in dangerous activities. <clears throat> I... It calls the weak. Why, I suppose I'd never thought of it that way. But, yes, I mean, one cannot advance in this life without a little risk. Tell me, Carl, do you like to play with danger? <laughs> uh, I'm a man of letters. I tend to avoid danger as much as possible. Mm. <laughs> Keep yourself out of those sticky situations I'm really confused don't know what she's insinuating but I'm not sure if I like it seems to be seducing you for the lord I'm bare it's probably not apparent to any of the guests but I'm like a year older than than her son yeah a year older and many years wiser having seen a lot more things in life yeah. And I think you're you probably have a, a build that ages a little bit faster. Uh Dolan has that that sort of perpetual youthful look on his face. You know. Hey, I might have started with that, but after I think I your face know. is crossed with lots of The number of, of souls that have passed in and out of this body is has yeah. certainly taken their toll. I mean I, yeah. Still a young man, but at first glance, maybe a little more harrowed. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, is there anything else in particular you'd like to say before we go to presence? I don't know. I'm just trying to get a feel for her. I don't know if there's any way to gauge how she feels about Baron's song, especially with him sitting two feet to the left. But... No, I guess we can move on to presents. So, uh, when it comes time for gifts, Lady Dysek kind of claps her hands, and a servant brings in this beautiful, strong horse. It's uh, jet black throughout, with a brown mane coming off the side of it, off uh, off its neck, and kind of hanging to one side. It's a gorgeous horse, um, one of the the better horses you've seen in your life, and she presents it to him as her gift to him on his 26th birthday. Um, The Sunderlands present... Pause for a second. Uh, Does Detect Magic have obvious uh, visual components? Like, do my eyes turn blue or anything like that? Mm. I don't think it says anything in the spell description, but I know when we did True Seeing, you had, like, my eyes turn purple. Right. It takes somatic and verbal components. So I don't think there's any sort of visual uh, other than your hands moving and you speaking. You know, like if you were to cast it, it would be obvious you were casting some sort of spell. But if it's cast, once it it's cast, I don't. It has no. Okay. No other components. All right. Um, the Sorry. Sunderlands. Sunderland. Yes, the Sunderlands, uh, who's sitting right next to you, and the apparently the mother of Kel Greller, 
yeah. presents Baron's song with a set of 20 silver mugs that has the song family sigil embossed, uh, engraved, I'm sorry, on them. Mm-hmm. The keystones present two slaves, a cook and a bed slave. To- hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. I'm sorry about that awkward end right there. My computer decided to go to sleep, not power off not anything it just it went to sleep and that killed everything and anyway we're back now sorry about the awkward break uh <clears throat> trained it well it was it was nap time for yep. neil's computer and it just i would be a great nanny that's, that's all i got to say anywho we were in the middle of discussing gifts presents yes, yes. and the keystones so... were presenting their gifts uh two slaves a cook and a bed slave for Baron's song. Uh, are they brought in, or just they are slave? brought in? They each have the large collar around their neck. The cook is oh, I didn't actually check the cook's gender. The cook is also uh, female. The bed slave is an attractive young female. Uh, the cook is middle aged, kind of rotund, uh, with saggy everything saggy jowls saggy throat saggy elbows everything sags on her and she's kind of plump um i don't know if you guys watch oh crap what's the name of the show um downton abbey but she looks a lot like the irish cook in downton abbey um i don't watch downton abbey but maybe chat does oh well y'all should it's a good it's a good show Okay. And um, the Norwinds, a, another minor noble house that we didn't even bother going into because yeah, they're they're like sitting at the far the, yeah, at the bottom of the table. They're further down. They they're not really important. Um, they present a gift. They present three winged snake eggs and a man to train them. And with that comes the information that these things eat a lot of fruit. They have a ravenous appetite. And will be eating an unnatural amount of fruit. Um, uh, so they are kind of expensive, but you now have three winged eggs, uh, snake eggs, and they will be hatching sometime soon. Lord Song has three winged snakes. Yes, yes. Seems befitting, considering his sigil is a coiled snake. Yes, it is. Copperhead or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. There is a, an, a loud applause when the winged snakes are presented. They're just eggs, right? Right. Or right. they're snakes as a demonstration? No. No. There's, you were told that they but are these, winged snakes. These could be regular right? eggs. Uh, yes, but that would be... Hatch, there's no proof that they're winged snakes. It would be hugely embarrassing for someone to say, <laughs> here are some winged snake eggs, and then they're just normal snakes. You know, that would be the sort of... Oh. Like, how family ruining moment right there. Um, but Baron Song gives them an approving nod. Mm. So I have pockets full of things that I could conceive that are of, of value. Um, but I, does it look like it is Cal Crystal or Cal Greller making a move to present any gifts or anything along those lines? Or does it seem like it was just the noble houses? It seems does like it, it was just the noble houses. Um, some peasants and merchants and kind of lower classes 
have come forward with gifts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or had the gifts sent. They're not actually present here, but... Are they... Some merchants send, like, bolts the... of fine silk and... Yeah, are they out in the yard having their dinner? There's no way they all crammed... No, 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 they, they're not present at the dinner, but they have sent servants to present gifts. Okay, so, so uh, is there, like, a small procession at this time, where? Yeah, just, you know, the, a merchant brings, or a servant brings some cloth from this merchant, a, a jeweler sends a, a nice bracer, or, you know, there's lots of little small gifts just to show people's appreciation and to try and get in good favor. Um... But many, many gifts are presented. Uh, and then things continue into kind of casual conversation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Let's at- see. I'll put up making decisions, but if, if I do present a gift, it would be later. Yeah. During the post-dinner conversation, Lady Dysak comes up to you. Are we still seated around a table, or people mingling about? You could be seated or standing. People are most people are standing. Some are still eating and you know asking for seconds and still stuffing their face. But most of the most people have finished eating. Some of the elderly yeah. people are sitting just because it's more comfortable. No, I'm probably standing. Oh yeah, probably a little awkward because I'm I'm used to having a staff to lean on, and now my staff's in my pocket, so I'm like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> There's no like cell phone to off. fiddle with. What are you going to yeah, do? standing off on, like, a corner against a wall, observing the, the guests, and Lady Dysak approaches me. She approaches you uh, and says, So, Carl, I've heard uh, you have moved up in the world and now live here in the keep. Uh, yes, indeed. We probably safer to have my magic close at hand, and quite so, quite so. Um, you know, I have not had very many opportunities to come here. In fact, I don't think I know my way around. Would you give me a tour? Oh God, be my pleasure. And I like bow and like I don't know, go to escort her out the out the actually probably uh, I don't know. Uh where where would you like to start? Within the keep or shall we see the grounds? Oh, it's a little chilly out and I didn't bring my coat. Um why don't you show me around inside? Okay. Uh so I guess I go to escort her up the stairs is the only way to go, right? Uh, there's a couple other things down here, I mean, but it's just like kitchens a and servants' and rooms. A kitchen. Yeah, but no, I'll take her upstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Um, I look. Do I see uh, Baron Song as we're as I'm like leading the lady up the stairs? Yes, he is standing uh, with Kel Greller by his side, talking to Lady Sunderland. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, where do you take her? I I take her up the stairs. I mean, I think so. I think the first room is like the war room. Mm-hmm. Like, the war room, this she is, says. May yeah. I see? Yes. This is this is where Lord Song, Greller, and I plan our campaigns against the Knolls. And I like gesture to the map on the mm-hmm. table, and I don't know. Are there what is in the, are there books in the room or books like a big maps table? charts compasses 
couple mm -hmm. of weapons, little figurines yeah. that can represent whatever you need. I definitely show her a compass. I don't know if that's a that's a common thing. It's a special metal alloy that aligns itself to the fields of the earth. Oh, I meant like a exactly. a mapping compass. Oh, <laughs> damn. Here I thought we had a an actual compass. No, 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 no. You wouldn't need a compass in a keep. Especially when you've got a wizard with a direction sense proficiency. Exactly. Okay. Sure. So I like... Yeah. Here's the map. Here's the war room. All right. And then she looks I... appreciably at these things and you discuss it for a while and move on and go about. Um, um, and then I'll... Yeah. And then it'll be like... These are... Guest rooms, blah, blah, blah. So I think the first one is the one that I used to stay in that actually has a window view. Right. And I bl believe it's unoccupied at the moment. It should be. Mm -hmm. uh, is there no light coming? This was the mysterious room with the light coming underneath right. it. No, there's no light coming up from underneath it. I'll, uh, I'll open the door first and like peek in to make sure there's no one inside. It's dark, except for the but light, the moonlight coming in through the open window. If there is a moon this out is, right now. This is one of our guest chambers, but it offers a fine view of the yard. And I, like, just cheer out into the moonlight. She goes in to take a look through the window. Does it face east or west? Uh, it faces west. West. No, south. It faces south. Faces south. Yeah. All right. Uh, she goes in and takes a look out. And you can see the tether wilds stretching before you. Yeah. And she I'm goes, my, that is safe. a breathtaking view. Yes, in daylight, you can almost see the Barrow Mounds to the south. Oh, my. Um, she heads for the door to leave and then stops and closes the door with oh the two God. of you in there. I didn't even get to show her my, my study closet with all my books in it. It's just the two of you in this room now, and she turns back to you, kind of hands on the door and leaning against it slightly. Uh, uh, my Milady, is you know is there something you wish to address in confidence? Trying to stay as formal as I can. She slowly slinks towards you, saying something about wizards having dexterous fingers, and it's all kind of confusing <laughs> and muddling and. Before you really know it, don't. she's my, my dex is like six. Before you know it, she's got herself pressed up against you, um, and you find yourself being slowly pushed against the wall, the window to your side. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, she yeah, starts yeah. like throwing herself at you. If that's yeah. not clear enough already. I don't. I was not really expecting this. Um, how would Georg react? Willpower saving throw. Whatever you determine. I don't know that we need to role play this out in detail. We've, no, we, we we made that mistake in previous uh, seasons of dicing with death. Never again. Never again. Eric does pass his willpower saving throw, so I think there's probably like I'm caught off guard. There's some there's some tongue hockey, and she like shoves me up against a wall, and then like after a couple of seconds, it's like. My, my lady, this is this is not this is not appropriate. It's... Oh, that's right. You don't like danger. You live a, a quite a boring life. 
stuck inside this stuffy castle with no one to keep you company other than old men in armor. Something like that. How much does Baron Song pay you? <laughs> Failure to make eye contact. <laughs> Shifting, yeah. Uh, I'm. A... You know, he may I'm be. Not discussing. He may be the head of state here, but my family is the most wealthy. Perhaps we could make an arrangement. Maybe Is this part of that arrangement, I say, hand on her hip, suddenly conscious of such and pulling back and like Well Think of this How is, old a, is she? she is forty ish. Okay. Um more than twice. More than twice her age. age. She says, Well, sometimes I like to mix business and business and pleasure. <clears throat> I'm I'm sure it gets lonely out there in in the plains. I have no husband to care for me. Hmm. But here you are. Young, smart, capable. Pushing back the darkness that surrounds our land. Pushing back the darkness is as hard as I can, but sometimes it's a struggle. Uh, she continues to make advancements and suggests that your loyalty to Baron Song does not extend to this. Um... I don't think it, oh god. No, I, I don't I I there was some interesting information to be gained there. But if she doesn't talk much more, I think I'll like say, uh, she like, does she we, can, does continue to talk and pressure. Mhm. Mm but if there's no more information, I think I I think after a few minutes it'll I'll be like I, I maybe we will we'll likely be missed downstairs at the party. When you say that, she steps away, opens the door, and walks out without a further look back or noise. I should have showed her my extra-dimensional room. She didn't even let me get to the good stuff before I, before she jumped me in the in the guest bedroom. Okay. Um, you have to kind of step quickly to catch up with her, unless you want her to leave without you. Uh no, I should I let her go down separately or? Yeah, I will. I will, like fix my ruffled hair and like jog past to like escort her down the staircase. Okay. You can't let the lady go first. She'll go tumbling head over heels. Mm -hmm. um, she makes very little attention towards you, uh, and immediately walks I, over. I to think I one awkward, of the... like as she's leaving. I, I will. I will like say. Um, this keep holds holds more secrets. Let me know if you would wish to continue the tour at some point. No, I think I've seen quite enough. <laughs> oh, very, very well. And she like wanders off to go. Uh, she leaves, else. and you find her 
walking over to one of oh, what's her name one of lady keystone's uh nephews um also a younger man and begins chatting with him Into young men, but not not the Baron. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. I think I'd like stand awkwardly, like collecting myself and looking around. What's what's Lord Song up to? What's Kilgreller up to? Um, Lord Song is looking at you as you look for him. He makes eye contact with you. <laughs> I've got like a super confused face on, and like. <laughs> Eventually, he looks away and continues chatting with some other people. Uh, Mm -hmm. But a few minutes after that, he clears his throat and calls for everyone's attention. He says that he's tired, that this party has been wonderful, and he appreciates all the gifts and everyone's presence, but it it is time to retire for the night. Um, And then he asks you to escort the Keystones home. (laughs) Uh, Lady Diana Keystone seems furious at this request but says nothing um, and turns takes Tommen in her arm or Thomas in her arm and begins to leave with her child and her aunts and her uncles and her everyone else like in tow behind her I follow after um, I don't have a phantom steed. Are they on horseback? Uh, they are. Yes. So I, I need a horse and I don't have a horse. Uh, for an occasion such as this, you can borrow one of the horses in the okay. in the keep. All right. Okay. So I'll head to the stables and rustle up a horse. Yes. Um. Yep. The, so it's her, her husband, and eight, uh, nine others, like you know, child, aunts, uncles, that sort of thing. Do the Keystones live in town? Or they do they... live in town. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, not very far. It's a pretty easy ride to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you just escort them home. Is there anything you'd like to say or do during this escorting? <clears throat> um... I, I think I will bring... She's the one who, with the outburst, who is like, how dare are you have him at this table? Right. Right. <clears throat> hmm. So I, there's probably ten minutes of awkward silence on the road, and eventually I'll break it. By... You know, I must admit I was a little offended by your accusations back there at, at dinner. That business with the paladin was most unfortunate, but it was a misunderstanding. My name is my name is cleared, and he has chased his quarry, his lich, out west. <laughs> I think an archmage should be of undisputable reputation. Someone who can be trusted by everyone. You foreigner she doesn't even finish her sentence she just looks away and keeps lady I'm 
I'm an archmage, not a priest. I am... I do not... I do not serve the people of this land. I serve Lord Song. And I'm here because of my knowledge of the arcane. Not because of my benevolence. She says nothing. But I can assure you, you are safe in my guard. Tell me, wizard, she says without looking at you, keeping her eyes transfixed on the road ahead of her. If you are so wise and powerful, what happened to the sheriff? She was found dead in her home. Why have you not found this person and brought them to justice with all your magic? Hmm? How long ago was this? Um, Was, Was this last? No, this was several nights ago. Yeah, that was like three nights ago. Hmm. Yes, this concerns me deeply. These lands appear to be stricken with shadow. Wraiths that the priests dug up in the east. Deaths in villages far and wide, even here in our own Misty Rapids. Hmm. Our Misty Rapids, Carl. Ours, not yours. Hmm. Well, I'm doing what I can, but alas, I am, I am not the sheriff. Hmm. I don't know that this investigation falls under my jurisdiction. A competent wizard would have these answers. Tell me, how many wizards have you known? She does not respond. No one else talks. Even though people are maybe a little tipsy, everyone is really uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm really not sure what Baron Song's point was in this power play but all right anyway was that a, was that a nudge nudge murder all those people no <laughs> uh, eventually you you take them home if there's anything else you'd like to say we can do that but or we can just skip through the end no i bid them good night and don't murder anybody and everyone gets home safe and okay i head back to the keep all right um, by the time you get back to the keep, the party is over. Um, the town guard has left. The soldiers are back to their typical posts. Servants are packing up everything. Um, chandeliers are being blown out. Uh, lanterns oh. are being turned down. Um, Baron Song approaches you while Kel Greller is uh, taking his food after everything's done. Mm-hmm. He says, "It looks like you and Lady Dissex slipped away for a bit. Did you manage to inspell her? Some something like that. She's <clears throat> she's certainly lonely following." The death of her husband, but 
I don't know. It's still a work in progress, my lord. Hmm. Keep up the good work. Uh, and I think with that, we end today, unless you had something you wanted to say to him. No, let's let's end it. I got away without giving him a gift. I feel a little bit like a scumbag, but you know. All right. Um, I was thinking of giving him the protection from undead scroll now that I have wraith form, but mm. it seems like a gift wasn't expected. So I'll just hang on to that. I've given him enough. And as Lady Dissect pointed out, he doesn't pay me. <laughs> oh, you never did get paid for last month, did you? Um, no, I didn't get a salary. I mean, I got a cut of the. I, right. I got ten percent of my loot. <laughs> uh, I, I that just slipped the mind. You have been paid two hundred gold for your work in February. Very well. Doesn't even cover cost of living, but no. All right. Um, all right, and we end Thursday, Baron Song's birthday, and move into Friday. Uh, what's on your docket? All right. Um, I'm a little surprised the party's over without any dramatic murder attempts or no, nothing, nothing of that nature. Plays. It's all pretty standard, pretty standard drama. Um, so plans that I, I, I think I mostly just want to study up and gain HP. And then I think we will go displacer beast hunting. Ooh, what other, um, we've got, you need to spend a few hour or a bunch of hours in study. If you want to learn burning hands. Yeah. Well, this is date I put in yesterday right. for the party. So the Friday I'll be studying, thinking about displacer beasts um aldrick is coming to town in it was on the 10th what's right. the date today fourth uh, so I got like a, a little less than a week before yes. that problem shows up uh, for those of you that would like to follow along with the calendar we're actually using the 2016 calendar for for this event so you can just take a look at march 4th and see that it's on a friday those of you in chat that wish to follow along and mm. mark what you will um Cool. So a day in study to learn burning hands or, you know, uh, a work shift in study, which at the end of which you, you do learn burning hands. Nice. Please add it to your repertoire. I'll add it to your, um, your list of spells. Yeah. What should I... I think I'll burn Spider Climb to add in a Burning Hands. Oh, okay. Georg. Georg. Um, and I do want to start a spider farm in the uh, in my workshop. Or maybe in the study. Which Where are spiders happier? Are they happy in a forge? Or are they happier in a library? Uh, I think they're probably happier where there are the most flies. <laughs> I don't know. Spiders everywhere. I just leave a, 
I leave spider nests wherever I go. Trans transport my spider webs from my from my house up to here at some point. Chat says, "What's Ryan's HP?" Ryan's a level zero PhD student, <laughs> so I'd say his HP is D four. Excuse me, base? <laughs> no, maybe I have high calm though. So D four yeah, plus two, something like that. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, you you learn deep burning hands. Do you still want to head off today to go get displacer beast tied? God no, I have five HP. Well, I guess so. I gain one from last night. Yeah, and I don't have access. There's no. What kind of keep doesn't have a doctor? Um, a poor I, keep. I was better off in town. You can have the doctor come up to see you. Yeah, I'll do that or go see him or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can if I can summon him to the keep. That's even more convenient. But yes, he will come to the keep for you. After all, you are the archmage here. Mm-hmm. Or, uh... And his main source of business. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so how many days would you like to skip forward? Uh, so it'll take, if I'm doing 2 HP a day, that'll be another 10 days. Or sorry, 5 days. Okay. So, so one, one day short of Aldric getting here. God, I don't even know how I'm going to handle Aldric. I'm sick of all the lying. Okay. Uh, that next day, Saturday, mm-hmm. it is reported that there have been some outlaws on the road to the west, um, and Kel Greller goes off to find them. He comes back later that night, covered in blood. Well, not covered in blood, but with blood on his clothes, reporting that the outlaws have been taken care of. I could have used more souls. Oh, well. Um, what spell are um, you learning now, by the way? Fly. Okay, and that is a third level spell? Yeah, so it'll take, take a little while. Um, and what's um, your and percent chance to learn fly? Uh, base chance is 95 minus 15, so 80%. Okay. Um, I will, I'll actually at some point the day before cast a, or I mean, I guess that day, I want to cast a clairvoyance on the woods to the north on the off chance of hunting down displacer beasts. So so I guess I just pick a spot at random in the woods, unless I can, I mean, I don't know. I'm playing with the spell. I try and visualize a displacer beast in my mind and clairvoy it, but I probably just pick a random spot in the woods to the north. Yeah, you watch for the duration of the spell, which I think is like five minutes. You can't move it, right? You pick a spot and then you watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But maybe I pick a spot up in the air if that's possible, get like a bird's eye view of the forest. How does clairvoyance actually... How does it actually describe it? Characters. I think it's just like line of sight, right? So I can choose like an, I can like pick an, a spot in the air and get like a bird's eye view mm-hmm. of the forest. Yeah. Uh, the bird's eye view of the forest is pretty much just treetops though. You don't get a lot. There are some pockets where you can see through to the ground, but there's not much that you see. You definitely don't catch any displacer beasts. Uh, but it's good practice for the spell. Sure, sure. And I will replace that 
I want wraith form. Um, on Tuesday night, late at night, um, probably that's actually closer to Wednesday morning. Hold on a sec. That's a few days of skipping, right? Yes. All right. Um, I think I will do Phantom Steed now that Clairvoyance is out of my memory. Okay. Um, so then I guess between, oh, so I'm studying fly and I'll also be working on forging myself a metal quarterstaff. Sure. I think probably by, oh, I don't know how long, how long would it take to make a metal quarterstaff? Like metal all the way through or just metal shod? Metal. I think I want it like a bronze quarterstaff. Solid or like, hollow? Solid in the likeness of a snake. I mean, so I think it would be a, f a four pound rod of brass or bronze or whatever. Okay. Um, right. I mean, quarterstaff doesn't have reach or anything, so it's not like it needs to be long size, large weapon, but I'm thinking it'll just be shorter and like a sh shorter staff, but made of bronze instead of wood. Uh, but I think a four pound quarterstaff of copper would be like really thin if it's solid, like four pounds of cop of bronze is not a great volume. Yeah, you're right. Then how then maybe it's wood and then shot or maybe it's hollow. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. All wrapped in wood. Supernaturally light. Okay. Um, yeah, it's probably yeah. Pounds per copper is a third of a pound per cubic inch. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I think the best analogy. I mean, think like weights at the gym or something. Yeah, a five-pound punk of iron is just a little puck that big. Yeah, it's not very much. So, so you're making like a, a copper pipe, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, shaped like a snake with a little snake head at the end. So more sure. A... Uh, that will take you. A while to make, because that seems like fairly elaborate. Uh, you have a blacksmithing proficiency? I do, yeah. I don't have a weaponsmithing, but we decided that a quarterstaff is simple enough that a blacksmith yeah. can make it. Um, yeah. Um, I just want to take a look at... I think under weaponsmithing, there will be times for, um, for forging certain things. Right, because if you can make a plow and hinges and grappling hooks and crowbars, you could make a, a pipe. Does it give times for making such things? It does not. Um, Alright, so I'm going to say it will cost you for metal and for fuel and tools and everything that you need to do this. Um, I think it's probably going to be like I want to say like 10 gold for quarter staffs are free <laughs> <laughs> 10 gold. And I'm going to say it's going to take you like, God, how long would that take? 46 days. 
That's long. Is there nothing under weaponsmithing to, that describes how long these things take? Yeah, under weaponsmithing there is, but only for... Let's see. Um, a battle axe takes 10 days. A trident takes 20 days. So it'd certainly be less than a trident. How long does like a sword take? Longsword takes 30 days. Because hmm. a trident doesn't have a lot of metal to it. It's just like the head. Okay. I think along, yeah, whatever you said. Seems, yeah, so let's say... Somewhere in that ballpark, a couple weeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, you started here... Uh, 7-14-21. So we're going to say it'll, it'll take you three weeks to make. All right. Work in progress. I'll subtract the material components. And... Okay. Yes, and subtract... Metals can be bought in town. As long as you are using small amounts, you can just buy them in town. Uh, if you are ever trying to make something that requires a large amount of ore or a large amount of fuel uh, or ingots, because you don't smelt the ore yourself, uh, mm -hmm. you'll have to probably import the amounts. But this is all small enough amounts that it's fine. Da, 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 da. Okay, uh, anything else that you wanted to do before Tuesday the 8th? What happens on Tuesday the eighth? So how many? So right now we just did the party was on Thursday night. Yes. So Friday. Saturday is when Greller went to fight the outlaws. Okay. So Sunday will bring me to ten HP. Monday will bring me to twelve. Tuesday will bring me to fourteen. Okay. So I guess we can fast forward to Tuesday. Okay. So Tuesday night, um, mm -hmm. you're actually awoken in the middle of the night. Okay. By a servant. And brought to the war room where Baron's song is. Um, where is my soundtrack? There it is. Ominous Lord Song music. Of course. Uh, Lord Song and Kel Greller are in here. Kel Greller is strapping on some armor at the moment with the help of one of the servants who doesn't really know what he's doing. I. Is. Something amiss. I look to Greller, who's strapping on armor. Baron Song says, "The who was it? We have gotten word. Diana Keystone was visiting some of the barrows with her husband and some servants earlier tonight. They said they spotted a wraith down there and fled immediately. They brought word back here of the demon's presence." A wraith in the barrows. I suppose that's a little more fitting than a church, but... Well, I can have a look. Greller, are you riding along? He shakes his head and says that he it will be staying here to watch guard over the keep, make sure they don't slip in. I nod. Very well. I'll take my leave. Okay. I'll, yeah, it takes me ten minutes to conjure my phantom steed. Your phantom steed makes noise when it rides? No noise. No noise, okay. Super creepy. Its eyes are milky colored. Ooh. All right. 
Uh, you hop on your phantom steed and head out towards the barrows. It's a bit of a trek for you. How far is the barrows from from the keep? I don't remember what I've said before, but I think it's like five miles. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, do I have any idea what a protection from undead scroll does? Like from just reading, having like looked at the scroll? Or mechanically, is that a mystery until I cast it? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, or spellcraft check or something? Yeah, give me a spellcraft check. That's perfect. Nope. One. <laughs> nope. No idea. Alrighty, I, after my 10 minute ritual to summon my phantom steed, I will mount up and head south. Okay. Um, what is your light source? I think I light a torch. I don't have any other light sources. Okay. So I pull a torch from my pocket. Actually, at night, I wouldn't... I guess at this... Well, let's see. I cast Deep Pockets. I guess I don't cast it when I'm just loitering around the keep. Uh, it's three miles south of the manor. Thank you. So... If it's the middle of the night, I would probably have to cast my Deep Pockets as well. Which also takes a turn. I can't cast that on horseback, can I? No. Okay, so it takes me 20 minutes to get prepared. I'm as bad as a as a knight getting into armor. Okay. Sorry, I just want to make a note of this. Barrows. Fantastic. Okay. Um, you make your way to the barrows. You eventually come to the overlook that hill that overlooks the 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 barrows between the three other between the three hills mm -hmm. the, moon the moon is new Ooh, so it's dark completely dark my torch sheds light in 30 feet uh 15 feet 15 feet right yeah that is shitty yes this is near the end of winter though uh spring is coming soon actually in a week and a half spring arrives so there are a few stars in the sky a few constellations have come up you can see um Malchus and Jexel rising in the west in the east uh, mm. maybe Chis is just just on the horizon you have mapped out which constellations rise first? Yeah. I, I have mapped out kind of with the position of the gods in the sky. <laughs> I guess I cautiously ride into the barrows. Okay. Um, do I know where the Keystone Mausoleum or whatever is? You do not. Okay. 
guess I'm on super high alert. Okay. Uh, what first break I hear to pieces? What is your approach to this? How are you going about? I'm hoping that I would spot a wraith from afar, even in the dark, but maybe that's too much to ask. You do. Their head glows. Yeah, I got glowing red eyes or something. Um, Um, So I'm going to stick, I'll I'll head south through the barrows, but I want to stick to the hills, riding atop the graves. Okay. Uh, As you crest the first grave, a wraith, its red eyes, and the, the inside of the skull glowing you spot it coming towards you just one no there's two let's roll for initiative and then as you begin figuring out what spells you're going to cast you see a third at a distance on the other side of the barrows the first two seem to have spotted you and their dark hands reach out blocking their eyes from view uh, let's roll that initiative. Yeah. Nice. Um. It's a cold night. You go first. How far away is the third wraith? Uh, 360 feet. 120 yards. Okay, I guess I can only take out these first two. Lightning bolts! I pull out a glass rod, rub it with fur, point it at these two wraiths, and just blow them to pieces. Well, the two wraiths are not adjacent to one another. There, you can draw a line between any points. How far away are they? Maybe I don't understand how lightning bolt works. You pick a point, draw a straight line. You can even fork it. That's why I was asking how far apart they were. Oh, so the lightning bolt doesn't extend from you. It can come from anywhere. I don't think... Yeah, I think it... The bolt begins at a range and height decided by the caster. So up to 100 yards away. Mm-hmm. And it extends... 80 feet. Or it can fork... Okay, so I guess it can be 10 by 50. Wait, a forked bolt 10 feet by 40? I don't know what that means. I guess it just means wider. Mm-hmm. The fork is just wider. Or a single bolt 5 feet by 80. Okay. And if it hits and it rebounds. Okay, so you create a lightning bolt that starts on one end of one wraith and shoots between it and the other. I guess they get saving throws for half damage. Yeah. But roll me your damage anyway. 17. The two wraiths vanish in a fizzle of light and plasma. The remaining wraith begins to come your way. It sees the lightning bolts and it moves very quickly, uncannily fast. Before you know it, it is at the bottom of your barrow and moving up to you. By the end of the round, it is adjacent to you. I rear my horse. It's not only adjacent to you, but it reaches out 
a hand to touch you. These things fly it closed that quickly. It closed that quickly. These things fly quickly. <laughs> Natural one. It reaches out to grab you, and instead it reaches its hand into your phantom steed and recoils immediately. The phantom steed pays no mind to this wraith. It's a construct of your own making. Initiative. There's a wraith literally adjacent to you. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Not good at all. Shit. And my initiative's not great either. Eight. Uh, oh, eight actually beats no. the wraith. All right. I'm casting Burning Hands. I don't have... Uh, I guess it has no material components. Really? Spreading my fingers. Oh my uh, it does get a save versus half. Roll me the damage anyway. 14 oh points of God. damage. The fire evaporates the wraith. It's billowing dark clouds just vanish into the night. They leave no trace when they die. No trace. Uh, I you can still feel my... a static in the air from the lightning bolt and a, a smell of pennies is everywhere. I like rotate my horse looking around, make sure there's no more coming. Although I'm kind of out of ammunition, so I may be may not really be interested in sticking around much longer. I think I re retreat the barrows and go back to that high ground that overlooked them mm -hmm. and see if I can spot anything or if any wraiths come to pursue me. They smell my life force. Um, hmm. I would be curious to cast a I mean, they're gone. I think to cast a past life on the wraith, I would have to catch it. Mm -hmm. Like actually cast it on the wraith. I don't know if that would work. I don't have it memorized, anyways. But I could conceptually wraith form and not and be ignored by the wraiths. Mm. Cast whatever divinations I would like. A story for another day. That's a very interesting set of spells there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you watching from the upper section, looking down on the barrows, you see nothing. 20 minutes pass, and there's no sign of life anywhere. Only the dead oh. remain. I'll ride through the barrows, feeling a little more confident. Okay. Anywhere in particular you're heading? Um. No. Just okay. scouting the barrows, looking for signs of further wraiths, which I hope there aren't any. You see no um, other wraiths. If I can find the the Sunderland, uh, whatever, what you call it, the their their tomb or you what have you. You find a body of a servant, a sword still in its hands, face down in the dirt. Uh, next to it is an open gate that leads into one of the barrows. This, this servant is horribly disfigured as if his soul was sucked from his body. Uh, you roll him over and find that is the case. So I believe they rise almost immediately, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know, but I've been fighting. I haven't seen any wraiths rise from the bodies. 
You're not sure right. when they rise, then. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm a little confused. I was under the impression, out of character, that that, that it was pretty quick. But I don't think Georg has seen any wraiths. Out of character, it doesn't actually specify when the new wraiths rise. Are you sure? Maybe I'm thinking of a different monster, but I thought it was like a couple of like D4 rounds or something, and then um, a new wraith will appear. But we've, I mean, there, we've been in extended combats where that hasn't right. been the case. Any human killed by wraith becomes a half-strength wraith under its control. For example, a 10th level fighter will become a 5-hit die wraith under the control of the wraith that slew him. So wraiths killing first level characters or zeroth level NPCs produce wraiths of D4 HP, which is really, really not that strong. But it's freaking scary because they still level drain. Yes. I guess I dismount and peer into this tomb with, uh, with my torch. You see freshly laid flowers over a, on top of a, a tomb. Mm -hmm. Uh a stone sarcophagus, the top of which has been carved into the likeness of the person within, you presume. It's Is it wearing... just a single room? Yeah, it's single. a single small room, eight feet across, maybe six feet tall. Mm -hmm. It actually kind of slopes down. It's like a dome room. The sarcophagus is in the backside of it. There's enough room for maybe three people to stand close together before it. Uh, mm -hmm. A wreath and flowers has been placed up on, uh, below it. The likeness carved on top has a what looks to be some sort of knight holding a longsword over his body. Okay. Um, I will. I'll step into the tomb and look around for any secret entrances or. Give me a perception check. Like. Perception twelve. Um, Twenty-two. You don't see any secret passages. You touch all the walls, and they're they're all solid this time. There's no pictures to block anything. Um, I'll slide the sarcophagus open a crack. It's heavy. What's your strength? Pretty average. Uh, ten at the moment. Um, I want to. I'll cast to detect magic before I do. So I, I cast check magic. Is there anything magic here? No, there's no magic present. Okay. Um, it's difficult um, for you. Although to... I am, I am curious with my deep pocket spell. Do all the magical items concealed in the deep pockets still radiate their own magical auras? The robes radiate a single magical aura. Okay, but objects hidden in an extra dimensional space do not. Nope. That's awesome. Detect magic does not cross planes. I need. Uh... But my amulet is concealed. It's concealed by the robes, but not inside of them. So it still radiates magic. Right. And even if you do move the robe completely over it, uh, the magic of the amulet of Malchus shines through very brightly. What if the amulet is within the robe? Um, let me... What do you mean within the robe? 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'm still... Good. I haven't exceeded my max spells for level, so I can take off the amulet, stick it in a pocket, 
and in that case, it's still the same. It doesn't Correct. radiate in the pocket. Correct. Okay. I put it back on because life's better with 19 int and slide the sarcophagus open. It's hard to do. Uh, it grates the, the stone on stone, giving this. I just slide it open like a crack, like enough to peek inside. I don't Musty wanna, like... air comes out. Um, and I hold the torch and peer inside. You see a desiccated body. Okay. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nope. I slide the sarcophagus closed. All right. It closes. Retrieve my torch from the ground. Look around one last time and leave. Okay. You make it back to the keep. Yep. Um, when you get back, Baron Song uh, or Kel Crystal is on the gate watching for you. She opens it and asks, how did it go? I dispatched three wraiths this night. Uh, I'm sorry to say that one of your house's servants uh, did not make it. Let's hope he doesn't come back to haunt us. Hmm. His body is out there in the barrows. I didn't have the strength to bring it back myself. But I can fetch it in the morning. And Does she open the gate for yes, me? Yes, yes, she opens the gate for you. Uh, this is happening after that. And the tomb? Uh, all appeared fine. It was open. There were fresh flowers and whatnot laid about. Did the, the wraith... servant bring these things? Uh, I think my niece and her family was visiting. Probably had servants they... with them. And they saw the creatures? You know and as much as I. Them. I know not where these creatures came. They... Perhaps they were attracted to the the death of the bear. The death of the place. They assaulted me as soon as I entered the barrows, not necessarily at the tomb. <clears throat> hmm. Good work. She goes back to the every, wall. Every one of these beasts I put down, it seems more pop up in their places. <sighs> What are we to do? All right, I leave my creepy horse hanging out in the center of the keep until it disappears. Um, I guess I go to tell Lord Song much the same. I okay. slew three wraiths. And... He has a body. concerned look on his face. I was hoping these wraiths would be done with, but it appears there are many of them. Have I gathered that they... I think Mother Ullman told me that they braze back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For every soul that a wraith snuffs out, a new wraith is raised in its place. These creatures multiply. They feed on the weak and strengthen their numbers. I'm... <sighs> we must find a way to end this. Plague. Frankly, I thought Mother Omen was taking responsibility for this, but apparently she's more interested in founding her church than actually 
saving these people. Perhaps you would be wise to speak with her. I will consult with her on the morrow. Okay. The rest of the night passes uneventfully. Um, today is the day that the, your roof on your house is finished. Not that that matters. But on Wednesday, yeah. Now Carl's house is perfectly sealed off from the outside world. Mm. None can get in unless they have a way of breaking wizard lock. Well, the shutters are still missing. Oh, do the the roofers don't fix that? They just do whoa, the whoa, whoa! Part. Those are shutters. That's an entirely different crew with a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at some point we'll seal up the house better. I like kind of like having a an abandoned house that I can use as a yeah, yeah. whatever nefarious purposes I need to use it for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're about at our break, and this seems like a good spot. This is a perfect spot. Why don't we take our break, and we'll see you guys in like five minutes. Ta-ta! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. You wake up the next day. It is... Wednesday the 9th. Um... You did Tomorrow. end up, yeah. You did end up casting some spells, and you woke up in the middle of the night. But I don't think that will interrupt your healing process, since you didn't really, you didn't fight or flee. You weren't really. In any... I threw a lightning bolt. How is that not fighting? No, yeah, yeah. Nothing strenuous. I didn't take damage, so yeah. I, I'm at full HP then. Okay. And I'll sleep in long enough to rememorize my spells. Sure. Aldrich yeah. arrives the next day. Somewhere in Misty Rapids. I believe he asked permission to stay here at the keep. Yes. So there will be no avoiding him. He'll probably have the room right next to yours, actually. (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, I think we're going to go hunt some displacer beasts. I don't know if I can find a displacer beast in one day, but... Well, let's take we'll a look at that map. started. Um, I do want to stop by the temple in Misty Rapids and talk to Mother Ullman. Okay. See if she knows anything about these wraiths. You swing by the temple. Ah, there's our map. Excellent. Uh, as usual, she is out there with her followers. Uh, she sees you approach. And gives you a wave and says, Ah, our dear Carl. She hasn't seen me since the the duel with the paladin. No. Does she... she seems I... happy to see you. I approach. What brings you here? Have you finally seen the light of Nadinus? Do you wish to grow as the plants do? <clears throat> Have your heart... My, Turn my green face goes at the light of the sun. Uh, my face is dour. No, no light, only darkness. I dispatched of three wraiths last night in the barrows. It appears our problems have not come to an end. I had I had thought that with our well, with our great victory in the buried temple and that with you taking over those lands that these problems would be at an end we have consecrated the grounds where they spawned 
they shall never return there again. And with our holy presence in town, we should never fear a wraith entering. For they are not natural creatures, and Nadinus has blessed Misty Rapids. Can I can I roll a spellcraft check to see if she can actually do these things? Because I don't think she can. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what level she is. She could do anything. Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. Is that a no? Don't bother making a spellcraft check. Correct. Okay. Uh, that's well and good, but... As I said, I saw three with my own eyes just last night. In the and barrows. In the barrows. And if rumors can be believed, Dysek villages in the east are still being plagued. So perhaps you drove them from your hallowed grounds, but they have just relocated and are continuing to spread. Perhaps the other villages should embrace Nadinus. Should embrace the true nature of all of us. Have you considered, Carl, that these wraiths are a response to the godlessness and lawlessness of these lands? To the hedonism? To the corruption of man's hearts and minds? Are you saying Nadinus sent them? I'm saying... For our sins? I'm saying Nadinus will protect us from those which are otherworldly. Perhaps it is a good thing these people learn of their errors and their ways. Well then. The gods... No... Go ahead. I suppose you have no insight as to the source of these wraiths. Patient zero, if you will. Why, the temple you opened, of course. You brought them upon us, Carl. Who said I opened the temple? Do you deny it? No, I did, but... I think that might be some metagaming here. Maybe the DM inserting knowledge into his NPCs that I can't remember if we've shared. Or perhaps you've forgotten. Or perhaps you didn't have a way of knowing it, but has learned it through other NPCs. That's what I'm trying to gather. Gears move off screen. Lady Dysek unearthed that unholy place. How fitting. A woman <laughs> such as her bringing upon darkness such as that. She see, must you... see the error of her ways now. What do you mean a woman such as her? Such a philanderer. Philanderer. You know, Lady Dysek has been seen with many a young man in town and out of town. She gathers seeds from all over. It is not the way. I thought Nadinus was into seeds. Don't twist my words, Carl. I take it you have not come here to repent and embrace Nadinus. You have come to complain about what you cannot do. What I... Excuse me, I killed three wraiths last night. What did you do last night? I spread the word of Nadinus, a far more noble task. Prepared many berries, I'm sure. Well, 
I have some errands across the river. I will. Good, Good day. day. Jinx. Damn it. <laughs> she walks away and never says anything again. I conjure my phantom steed and let's head across the river. All right. I think I, I think just to spite the, the mother, I perform this dark ritual in, in the streets in front of the temple. Mm. I don't know if it's a dark ritual, but. All right. You summon the phantom steed. Actually, it makes no noise. And I climb atop the phantom steed and cross the river. I don't know if phantom steeds can swim. Normal horses can. Um, let's see. Eighth level, it can pass over sandy, muddy, or swampy ground. At a, a tenth level, it can pass over water as if it were firm, dry ground. So it can't... Can I m- transport it across the water like I could a normal horse? Or do I need, or did I act, do I actually need to summon it on the other side? So at tenth level, it can walk on water. Which I think it could walk on. It could walk through water. The okay. water, the so, river is not deep if you cross it at the shallow points at the yeah, proper so fording areas. I don't know if there's. I've the only crossing I found was south. Right. Is there one closer by? Is there one north of town? Uh, there is one west of town. West. Okay, so we'll head a little ways west along the river and find some somewhere to cross before okay. the falls. You cross the river and enter the soggy hills. Soggy from all the rain that falls there. Mm. When I hit eighth level, I'll be able to walk across this soggy ground. Where is my little notifier of these things? Here we go. Yeah, so I really don't have much of a plan. I have no spells that can detect displacer beasts at the moment. Okay, so you begin kind of just trekking through these soggy hills yeah i guess i guess this first day i'm just gonna wander around see what i can find i may need to go bug the ranger again because i really don't have any tracking proficiencies but i guess i can roll a tracking at minus nine or whatever the penalty is for a (laughs) non-proficient (laughs) non-ranger um so you start poking about these hills looking for Looking for these displacer beasts. Um, After maybe 45 minutes um, of walking around, you come across some bizarre tracks. Now, you're, you're not a ranger. You don't really have tracking, you don't really have a keen sense for what an animal's footprints looks like. But you come across something that is bizarre. There is a um, a hoof print, like a, a horse or a goat or something like that, that sort of hoof shape. And mm-hmm. next to it is a long, flat footprint, kind of like a like an elongated man's foot. 
and those sets of tracks move together side by side or front like it has hooves on back legs and hand no like its right leg is a hoof and its left leg is a weird long skinny human foot as that's strange and disturbing and i that doesn't sound like a displacer beast no it doesn't i ignore and avoid these tracks okay (laughs) continue wandering around the soggy hills but i am of course on high alert yes Uh, You keep searching about, looking for Displacer Beast here or there. Um, Oh, um, can we say that at some point during that, like, couple days of downtime that I tried to, that I sent a letter east? Yes, to to inform the people of your robe changing color? Yeah. What color are you changing your robes to? They're black. They are black. They are black. Probably had some formal declaration of that. I don't even know what the black robe philosophy is. Is it like magic serves man? Yes. Uh, well, I should say magic serves the self. Mm-hmm. White would be magic serves humanity. Red would be magic exists for the purpose of magic only, and we should pursue it and discover it. And black is magic enhances you know, ma- magic for my use. Magic obeys my will. So I don't know if there has been a philosophical shift in Georg's mind, but certainly from a practical standpoint, definitely things have gotten a little realer out here in Misty Rapids. So as you're trekking through, you come across a stream and there is a figure hunched over this stream in a brown cloak. It's a, it looks humanoid. I mean, it's got this brown tattered cloak over it uh, with little bits of fur sticking out the whole approach from the other side of the river or from the same side the same side its back is to you it's really it's a creek not a river um i i make my presence known how far away do i spot this creature 60 feet it's a little uncomfortable well met the creature turns And what looked like a a hunched-over creature reveals itself to be a misshapen humanoid. One side of its face is covered in scales, the other side in a yellowish, kind of fatty, pimply flesh. There's long hair coming off the back of it that turns into like a coat of fur across its shoulders and in front of one side. The other side of it has uh, gray, small gray scales to contrast the green ones on its face. Its legs and arms are of different lengths and shapes and sizes. One left hand looks like a human's hand. The right hand looks like that of a bear. Uh, A foot looks closer to a, what do you call it? Uh, A lion's foot. And another one looks more similar to, well, the other one's hidden by cloaks and you can't see it. Do I have any idea what this creature is? It is some misshapen mongrel of a man. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> it um, I do heavily. my best to, to hide my disgust. I say, you you there. And I... It starts to move towards you slowly. What, what is your name? I am Art Carl of Misty Rapids. Carl! I nod. says... Are you, 
are you of these woods? I gesture vaguely around. How close does it get to me? Uh, it's only at 50 feet right now. It's moving right. slowly. It looks like one leg is significantly shorter than the other. And so its mm-hmm. pace is kind of like this weird dragging. Food! Carl, food! Oh, Bring me food! I'm so hungry! I don't think I have any food. Damn. I have powdered corn. It's at 40 feet. Yeah. Um, I meant to shove rations in a pocket, but it hasn't happened yet. It's at 30 feet. I'm afraid I don't have any rations on me, but I could help you find something. Ground. It, it stops. It's two misshapen eyes. One of them is wide and kind of milky. The other is long and thin uh, with a kind of a solid blue eye or iris in it. Um, they stop and the blue one transfixes on your horse. And it reaches out a misshapen hand towards the horse and goes, Horse! I'm afraid you can't eat this one. Beast! Uh, I let him touch the horse, but the, I mean, the horse doesn't respond at all. Just like... uh, he stays at 25 feet at this point. Oh, and okay. has stopped moving closer. Actually, can you eat this horse? It has hit points. You want to try it's... it? No, <laughs> no, not horsey. I the horse is probably cold to the touch, or like ambient temperature. Which yeah, it cold for a what you'd expect to be a living, breathing creature. Mm-hmm. Except it doesn't breathe and it doesn't live. Nope. There's a coolness between your thighs. <laughs> what is your name, friend? Darn. Darren? Darren. Carl. Did he say Darren? Dan? <laughs> Did I not catch that? Well. It's a pleasure to meet you, Dan. Uh, you live in these woods? Yes. I've come here... Hunting. Food. Not food. Uh, Do you know what a displacer beast is? A, A large cat, black cat, exists on another dimension. It shifts and blinks. Rumors have it it may have tentacles. <gasps> it kind of rears back at this and slowly starts to drag itself backwards. Um, I like I slowly trot towards him. Have you seen such creatures? Yes. Do you they know where come, I can... They come in the night. In the night. 
Do you know where I could find one? They eat. They kill. Darren's friends gone. They die. I can if I bring you food, Darren, will you help me find one of these cats? No. No. Must leave. Must flee. Ah, death. They daring death. Very well. That mongrel men have souls. Now. Poor innocent oh, Darren, would you you wouldn't. No. Though I am down one strength. No. His life looks like misery. <laughs> would it really be a bad thing? Could I raise Mongrelman in the castle? You have no, no friends, Darren? No family? Friends, yes. Yes, many friends. We hide. Hide from the death on six legs. Six. Displacer beasts don't have six legs, do they? You've never seen one before. I haven't. Six legs. Well... If I bring you food, could you at least point me to where I could find these beasts? He looks back over his shoulder and points in the direction of the hills. Mm -hmm. Death. Six legs. Spikes on lines. There. Well... It's a pleasure to meet you, Darren. I suppose the next time we meet, I'll, I owe you lunch. <sighs> Give him a nod as I head up into the hills. He shifts away from you and your horse, and you lose sight of him as he kind of limps through the wilds. Um, you cross the stream and head closer to the hills. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, you are trekking on your horse. Yeah, I don't want to head more than a few hours into the hills. Okay. Because I only have six hours of horsey time. Right. So you get to roughly where you are on the map. Um, you're walking between... Probably only an hour or so in, right? Right. Um, you are walking, just kind of on your horse for a little bit, when there is a rustling from a bush to in front of you and to your right, maybe 15 feet from you, mm-hmm. and out from the top of the bush pops a goblin head swathed in a red scarf, kind of like wrapped around the, the head. The goblin 
produces a short sword and raises it next to him and says in a very bad common, Stop there! I respond in Hobgoblin. Kneel before me, fool. <sighs> I am Georg the Grim. I will turn you and your whole tribe into newts. And he pauses, taken aback by such I confidence. He stops and says, <laughs> in Hobgoblin, You will not. You are surrounded. Give up your horse. Give up your precious bits of gold. Surrender and we will let you live. Um, I pull out a bit of iron and begin casting a spell. The goblin I, gives I a cast cry. large upon my horse. <laughs> the goblin gives a cry, but you got to roll initiative for your okay. enlarge. Um, oh, 11 is slow, is slow. Probably would have been better to just cast it upon myself, but I thought it might be more amusing to... To ride a giant horse. Yeah. Okay, you go at 11. So the goblin gives a shrill cry as you start to chant the words to your spell. Mm-hmm. And the bushes about you begin to shake as five more goblins produce themselves. Three from that same bush, uh, four on the other side of you. Uh, no, uh, sorry, there's only a total of six goblins. Three from that same bush, two more from a bush to the other side of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Clash of Kings. And the goblins, I think they all go before you. Eleven is terrible. Yeah. Alright. The first three goblins rush the horse. Short swords in hand. What is your horse's armor class? Horse has AC2. What? They will quickly realize that I am the better target. Are you... No. Phantom Steeds have AC2? It's It's a Phantom Steed. What do you expect? For the in our adjusted system, that's AC eighteen. That's insane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Armor class of two, and seven hit points plus one per caster level, so two AC thirteen HP. Okay. Uh, those goblins. It doesn't, fight. it doesn't fight, by the way, but it is a pretty decent tank. They slash at the horse. I don't know how it. They miss it. What is what does an AC on a phantom horse really mean? Um. I don't know that it's move. I wonder if it's like not, it doesn't behave how you would expect it to behave. Right? I mean, like. I mean, it's got like, it doesn't have like hooves. It's got like misty hooves and like. I don't know. I think there's probably like a, a netherness to it. Yeah, like they, like they think that they make contact with their blades, but it just sort of just like bites yes. through the nether and there's like a. Maybe like the smoke whiffs out of the way and like it doesn't actually do any damage. Right. Um, the other two goblins from the other bush pop up with short bows in hand. One takes a shot at the horse, which is a miss, and one takes a shot at you. Ooh, what's your armor class? Ten? Ten. Yep. 
I'll give him a flank, which is still only an 8 against AC 10. Okay. Um, yeah, they all miss, and then you get your spell off before the I'm actually going to change goes. the target to myself. Is that fine? That's fine. Yeah, so I'll enlarge myself as I leap from my horse. Can your horse still carry your weight? I don't think so. That's why I was leaping from my horse. Okay. Uh, you dismount and grow. Grow 60%, so I am... Um, uh, hold on a sec. 510 is... 70 inches, 70 times 1.6. You are 9.4. Yeah. Okay, so you just... The goblins cry out in surprise. The one who leapt out of the bush initially uh, gives a cry in goblin. enlarging the horse might have been cool, too. I've already enlarged myself, but I wonder if they could even reach me if I'm on top of a... 20 foot horse the initial goblin gives a shout in pure goblin uh, you don't know it, it doesn't translate to hobgoblin mm-hmm. uh, and bolts from the bush taking off uh, he can't move, we need to roll initiative no he didn't get to go that round Okay. he went last, uh, roll me initiative please oh actually the missile guys get second shots oh. um, ooh your horse gets hit he hits your horse your horse takes five points of damage. Damn. All right, now we roll initiative. I rolled a four. Okay. Four. The goblin flees. Your turn. There are four goblins right. left. I close with one of the ranged goblins, drawing out a now like medium-sized Carl, the mm-hmm. dagger. 19. Is a hit. Is that a, a nat 19? No. Okay. No. Natural 16. Dealing. Uh, are we rounding up? Does it round up to five damage or round it or to, then down to four? Uh, round down. So 4.8 becomes okay. four. Yeah. Let me double, double check the spell. Uh, PA only has three HP anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You stab him in the neck and he drops to the ground um next goblin flees 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 round it up flees. round it up round it up okay five the example they give has six times 1.6 equals 9.6 round it up so i think it yeah okay rounds to the closest uh yeah i think up. it just rat, rat follows normal rounding rules i would guess okay the example they give is 9.6 rounding up to 10 cool um the rest of the goblins flee into the forest and hills giving cries I want and to shouts chase uh, actually, do I need to chase anyone down? Mm, I, w- I will chase one goblin down if I can. Uh, Is my speed increased by 60%? No. Larger? no. Giants move larger, don't they? Giants actually have uh, rather average speeds. A jungle giant has a movement of 15, and they're 18 feet tall. Okay. And Etten is 13 feet tall and has a movement of 12. Yeah. So can I chase down a goblin? Yeah, you can chase down a goblin. You are much faster than they are. Um, Which goblin are you chasing down? Uh, A a spear-armed or a bow-armed goblin? A bow-armed. Okay. Uh, Back attack? Um, Sure. 
missing. You miss. Um, I do get an attack of opportunity when he tries to flee from me again, right? right. Well, let's roll initiative. Or at least another attack. Because you guys are now adjacent to another one another as you've caught up to him. So roll that initiative. Seven. Okay. It whirls around to face you, drops its bow, grabs a dagger, and makes a desperate lunge for you with it. Ooh, 15. He stabs you. You weren't casting a spell, so nothing's interrupted, but you take four points of damage as the dagger cuts into your belly. I'll have your soul for this. <laughs> yeah, I miss on my turn. All right, initiative. Ugh. Six. All right, Goblin goes first. He mutters in Hobgoblin to you, Carrick will have your soul! And he makes a stab at you again. Seriously? Miss. What? That's... Roll 20's broken. <laughs> it's three eights in a row. The two of you, side by side, roll that initiative again. God, he my first. other body's gonna bleed out before I even... You're not worth it. Six again. He goes first. He tosses a dagger from one hand to the other and lunges at you again, swiping really through your... around to fight? I he can't he... outrun you. What's he gonna do? Uh, stabs at you again, slicing... damaging your robe slightly, but not hurting you. Finally. Oh! Crit. Double crit. Give me that Double crit. crit. Yes. 3d4 damage. Oh, actually, that's the problem. Damn it! I'm actually pretty mad about that. He uh, had 3 HP. You do 10 damage. You not, bring there's still a seven. soul in there. Thank you for those ones. Alright. I harvest his soul. You cut him open. Plunge your amulet inside of him. Hope waiting for the red motes of light to surround you. But they don't. They don't! You try and harvest again, and there is no there is no gathering. There is no harvesting. Including that goblins don't count, or... I go back to the other fallen body who's still alive. Yeah, maybe. he was only at negative two. So, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, he's at, like, negative eight right now. Alright, try with his soul. Doesn't no, work. it doesn't work. I let out a cry of anger. Ah, I took all that damage, that extra damage for nothing. I guess I should have tested the souls first. Echoes through the woods. I go back to my horse. Your horse is standing exactly where you left it. I lead it for the next 20, almost half an hour until my... Actually, exactly half an hour until I shrink back down to regular size. Okay. I shout back, like, I, I mean, I, as I'm walking back to the horse, like, I don't know. Tell Karak he owes me souls! <laughs> In Hobgoblin. All right. I lead my phantom steed a little deeper into the woods. You continue searching, but perhaps your cries have driven off any prey or quarry around. You see no other 
beasts, aside from the birds and the bunnies and the squirrels. Lots of squirrels. Um, soon you reach the point where your horse is halfway with its summoning. Yeah. Is Wait, this, how many hours does it summon for? Six hours. Three. Yeah, actually, so if you're... Well, you're taking your time, right? You're not running through things. Yeah, I'm here. cautious and I'm searching yeah. as I go. So eventually, you your three hours finish up, and uh, it is time to head back if you still want to ride your horse. Yeah, I hop back on my horse once I'm done and large, done being large, mm-hmm. and head back. Okay. Damn goblins! You make it back to Misty Rapids, safe and sound. The cut in your belly, hurting, painful. But you'll be okay. I swing by the surgeon while I'm in Misty Rapids and get it cleaned up. And... Oh, good to see you again, Carl. More stitches? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goblins this time. Thank God for people like you. I can actually send my son off to wizarding school. <sighs> Unless you're not taking on apprentices, are you? Does your your son have the gift? I think so. He once rattled a spoon on the table without touching it. Hmm. How old is he? Eleven. Hmm. That's about time to start thinking about training and... Magic is a lucrative profession. It doesn't have to be as dangerous as as I've made it. Well, I certainly wouldn't want my boy getting into any danger. He's he's only 11. May, maybe a more formal educational institute would be better for him. He says, stitching up your wounds for the 30th <laughs> time. <laughs> I think no, are it, there any are there wizarding schools around here? You is don't know. You're new to this land. Yeah, I think at this point your torso is like covered with scars and stitches. Yeah, sure. I'm an adventurer. What do you expect? Uh, All right. Yeah, that all finishes up, and you head back to the keep. I guess so. All right. Back to the keep. No displacer beasts. Beat up by some. You know, I guess setting beat beat up, but led by some goblins. No souls to show for it. Grumble, grumble. Okay. Uh, Aldrich arrives tomorrow. Studies. Yeah. I don't it's know what to expect there. Getting late. You still have a, a day of spell learning to do you've still got your i guess we fast forwarded a bunch huh yeah yeah you still got your learning today that is you ran out and did these things but you still must study if you want to learn fly sure um and i think that's the rest of wednesday i think so okay wednesday ends and thursday begins where's my okay um Servants are moving about, making preparations for Aldrich's arrival. 
a letter arrived last night saying that Aldrich will be arriving with his escort, which includes one knight and ten footmen. They will all be staying with him and keeping him safe during this period of time. That seems... I'll ask whoever is available, whether that's Greller or Song or a military mind, if mm-hmm. this is normal. Like, do archmages in this country typically travel in the company of armed escorts? It's not unheard of, says Greller. But has this Aldrich, many men is unusual. Has Aldrich been here before? No. Do you know the purpose of his presence in town? I don't. Hmm. But I... Hmm. Why does this bother you? I thought you were the mighty Carl, Slayer of Wraiths. I'd prefer to keep it as Slayer of Wraiths and not Slayer of Aldrich the Conjurer. I hope he doesn't come here with more wild accusations. Yes, a third person accusing you of being Georg would be rather inconvenient. Who was... Oh, wait. There was the Paladin, there was... When you first came into town, the okay. poor person whose soul you, whose friend's soul you harvested. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Aldrich wants, but you know, this is my house. I don't say that to Greller. <laughs> right. uh, he oh. yells a command at some of the soldiers who are slacking on their training and turns back to you. Are you worried? <clears throat> Aldrich is a studied wizard, but he is old and erudite. Not, not as practical you see Greller's eye twitch when you say erudite. <laughs> You're pretty sure I... he has no idea what that word means. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I... I'm not worried for our safety, but... I'd really... I'd rather it not get ugly. Hmm. I hope he plays it cool. Hmm. I guess we'll see. All right. Uh, Why don't we actually break a little bit early here and we'll have our last segment be all about Aldrich and friends. So much politicking. Is that not what you wanted? Are you not entertained? See you guys in a bit. It's fine. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So... Aldrich is going to be arriving today. Yes, um, I will rememorize in large. Uh, instead of Phantom Steed, I will memorize Wraith form. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all that I had cast. Okay. Um, 
Um, so a messenger arrives early in that day on a horse that looks like it's been run pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the footmen. He's armed in studded leather armor with a, a short sword at his side and a spear um, attached to his horse's saddle behind him. Okay. I watch from my workshop in the yard, but I don't like approach. If uh, I can, I like, listen across to him. But... The distance is too far to hear the mm-hmm. what he and Crystal are saying. They speak for a little bit. Crystal nods and motions up to the uh, keep where he trots off um, after stabling his horse. I'll walk over to Crystal after he enters the keep. Mm -hmm. News from uh, Ark Aldrich? Yes. Uh, He says that he's conducting his business in town and will be arriving at the keep this evening. The foot soldier is here to see that arrangements are made properly. Hmm. Business in town. Mysterious. Do you yes. know what he, what business he speaks of? I shake my head. If I had known he had business in town, it may have... Well, I may have looked into it. Oh, well, we'll see when he arrives. Hmm. And I head back to my workshop. I am going to remove the amulet and put it in one of my deep pockets. You cast deep pockets today? Yeah, I cast it. Uh, I cast it pretty... I cast it basically every day. Okay. Except for when they're when we're skipping days. <laughs> As in I I cast it every day, but I want to conserve my golden needles, so uh, when it's not an actual important day, I don't cast it. That makes okay. sense. Which is why, yeah. All right. But I guess I don't cast. It. I cast it when I announce I cast it, but okay. if we're actually doing things. Yeah, 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 I just want to make sure I I know when it's It'll, it lasts for 18 hours, and I guess I have enough money that I can pretty much just make an infinite supply of golden needles. Mm-hmm. So more or less, it's every day. Cool. And if it's not every day, it's memorized every day, so I can cast it in a turn if I All right. want um, it. Yeah, Crystal God. gives a bit of a shrug. God, 18 intelligence? Feel so dumb. Is this what is this what life is like for these ordinary people? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did Crystal say anything more? No, no. She gives a shrug and says, well, I'm sure we'll find out. And goes back to her post. Yeah, Uh, so I spend the day working on my staff uh, and continuing my studies. Um, Yeah. All right. That evening, not even that evening, that late afternoon, uh, maybe an hour or two before the sun sets, a whole entourage approaches. Mm-hmm. There is Ark Aldrich uh, riding at the front of it on horseback. Beside him is a knight, and behind them are nine footmen on foot. Um, uh, no, where... there are there are nine footmen on foot leading three horses, two of which are packed with supplies, and one of which has a riding saddle on it, but is not ridden. Uh, where is uh, Baron Song and Kelgreller? Are they like waiting in the keep, or do they are they out here? Uh, they're doing whatever they normally do at this time. They're both inside the keep. 
Okay. Then I will I will do the same. Just head into the keep and hang out? Yeah. Okay. Um, you hear the keep doors swing open with a loud... Are, so are we in the Great Hall, or were Greller and Song elsewhere? Uh, Greller was shaving in his room, and Baron Song was in his... Uh, he doesn't have a library. I guess he's in his personal study. Um, he does have a personal study, though? Yeah. With books? There are a few books in there. Okay. There are also a few books in my little closet I like it right my room it doesn't have any windows it's sort of just like a nap and book closet at this point <laughs> although i think i only have like 10 books so so i'm probably in there pretending to be like i'm busy with something mm -hmm. that makes sense like i i want i don't want to be i don't know i don't know yeah so i'm up in my up in the little closet waiting for a servant to come upstairs or someone to tell me what to do. Someone to yes. call on. Uh, a servant um, comes up and knocks on your door. Mm -hmm. I think my door is like open. All right. Then it's a, a knock and a, excuse me, Ark Carl. Aldric, Ark Aldric has arrived with men in tow. Um, Very well. Is, has, has Lord Song gone to meet him? Yes, he's on his way right now. I nod, put whatever book I was perusing back on the shelf, and well, it's showtime. <clears throat> and head downstairs. Okay. You get downstairs um, and find in the Great Hall Baron what time Song. Of day is it? Evening, just before evening. Okay. Uh, late um, afternoon. Are will there be sources of flame in the Great Hall? No. Do I expect there to be some lit. And then I will head downstairs with a candle and try and nonchalantly, I'll nonchalantly either set it on the table or use it to light whatever light sources there are in the room. But the... I want to establish that there is a lit candle within easy access. Okay. Um, you'll have to set it I... on a table because the light okay. sources that you would light are the chandeliers, which have candles on them, but they have to be lowered and lit and then raised. And okay. I, I play cheap. it off as if it's no big deal, but I set the candle on the on the dining table in the great hall within easy reach of me okay and ah aldrick aldrick turns and says ah you Make must your... be arc he stops and he considers you carefully arc carl if you i don't know that he would recognize me act i mean he met he met georg he a, met Georg, a scruffy red-robed wizard from across the sea. What sort of thing would you would if you were DM? What would you roll to see if he recognized you? Uh, probably like a charisma check. Okay, right. that, that sounds that... about right, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not like I I don't I didn't apply an actual disguise, but he met a kid for a couple of hours a couple months ago. Months he met or... a kid for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I a think wizard. And yeah. then that wizard later turned out to be rather, you know, important, and he's been looking for him. So yeah, yeah a charisma roll sounds about right. That's in fact what he rolled. God, I wish I had more HPs. Damn goblins. 
Does he does he obviously seem to recognize me? Yes, there's a pause when he's saying Ark Carl. Mm-hmm. And he looks at you for a bit and then finishes his sentence. Ark Carl. I I extend a hand. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. He does not ex- extend a hand to you. Okay. Um, in fact, he ends up, he starts walking while he talks, but he starts walking in a direction away from you. Away from me? Yeah, so if... So, like, out the door. Like, I, I come down the staircase at the back end of the Great Hall. Right. Set a candle on the table across from him. Like, where does he... Where's so he's standing... All right, so let's, t- let's set the scene here. We've got... Um, yeah, who else is in the room? How first many, off, this how medieval many? town music will not work. Here we go. Uh, so we've got the the, again. the tables have been cleared from the room from the thing. There's a like a, a table next to where Baron Song sits up on the slight dais. There are um, some other tables on the side. So there's no tables in the center of the room, but there are tables off to the side where you can have set your candle. Um, standing at the base of the dais, there is uh, Aldric, and adjacent to him is the Retainer Knight. And behind them, in a double row, are all ten foot soldiers. And so, if you come down, you come down on the on Baron Song's left side from where he's facing. Song is already here. Yeah, he's already here, seated in the di- uh, in the chair at the top of the dais. Mm-hmm. Um, so you come in from the left. You exchange these words with Aldric, and then he starts to talk. And as he does so, he moves horizontally. Um, if we here, let's get a quick little mappy map um we can actually get rid of this stuff now <gasps> no get rid of this stuff actually in fact why don't we just make a brand new page and do all this there okay so our great hall this is not going to be to scale has, is shaped like this not to scale is a DM's warning that he's about to pull some DM hacks. <laughs> There's a, a dais up here doo, 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 with a chair on it. There are columns running down the side. Very standard great hall setup with perfect columns. Um, we have song up here the stairways exiting are actually over here whoops like that um, like that uh, so then we have aldrich knight and then two rows of footmen so you come out that direction and Aldrich yeah. begins talking and starts walking this way a little bit. Wait, uh, who? What's the K? Oh, that's the knight. Yeah. All right. Um, where did you say there's a? Where did I set the candle then? Where was? The, where is there uh, a surface? There can be. There are tables kind of lining the sides. Okay. Well, let's and say there's, there's a also candle. a table right here next to the Baron Song. All right. Let's say that the candle's sitting there. Okay. C for candle. Um, so Aldrich starts walking away and says very loudly, uh, Baron Song, I am here looking for 
a menace, looking for the same thing others have come through both our counties. There is a wizard, a dangerous wizard, one who has professed to be guarding the phylactery of the long-dead Drexel. Uh, he stops his pace kind of over here, well away from you, and kind of awkwardly off to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty apparent to everyone that there's a G for Georg, that he's in a very weird position. I am not that close to the knight. <laughs> I'm like tucked. I'm, I'm okay. back a little further. That makes sense. Sure. We'll, we'll move you over here. Something like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Uh, his, these movements are apparent to everyone, and the knight looks to him and looks back to you and just watches you like he's suspicious of you. Aldrich says, I have searched all of Shirebrook. I have searched Thornwood. And I have spent a day searching through Misty Rapids looking for Georg. I probably can't help but roll my eyes. (laughs) They're still at this witch hunt. (laughs) Do you know how we look for him? Baron Song? It's hard to find a man. Man can blend in easily. But for us wizards, you see, it's not a matter of finding the man. It's a matter of finding something he has, something recognizable. (sighs) Which just happens to be tucked away in extra-dimensional space at the moment. He turns back to you. Carl! When did you come into the service of Baron Song? Uh, why, I suppose... I looked at the Baron. Uh, a little more than a month ago? Mm-hmm. It seems to be just about the time our... Georg went missing. A little more. Just enough time. When this gruesome Georg, the Lich Guard, fled our town, the cowardly beast that he was, he took something with him. Is that Greller on the dais next to Lord Song? Or, or oh, no? I actually forgot to include Greller on the map. Greller was shaving. Did he, has he? Come uh, yes, he has come down. down. He is standing beside. Mm-hmm. So there's two Gs. Greller is the big G. Um, and standing next to Lord Song. Actually, he wouldn't be on the dais. He would be one step down. Yeah, there he is. Our very own Tyrus Bellows hurled a very unique knife at him. The knife was nowhere Ah. to be seen in or around Shirebrook. We have searched the villages around it. The only thing to conclude is that this creature took it with him, and it is this dagger we have been searching for. Carl is the name of the dagger. And here we have a Carl in your presence. Uh, Carl, you don't happen to have 
a magic dagger on you, do you? <laughs> I think I I grin wild, widely at this. <sighs> Aldric, you seem to be a wise man. I'm a bit surprised to see you caught up in all this witch hunt. You may tell Tyrus that if he wants his dagger back, he can come and get it. My cold, dead hands. The foot soldiers seem to have fully picked on, picked up on what has happened now. And while they are standing at attention, hands on the weapons, like, like you do at attention, they now shift. Um, the knight gives a one-handed motion to one of them, and they kind of start to spread out, so they're no longer in two parallel lines. They kind of spread out to form one long line. Um, which we shall Line represent. Lining up for a lightning bolt? <laughs> uh, kind of like that. I don't see what you did. I oh, wait, the circles the aren't the knights? No, no, the circles are columns. The circles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the footmen are the lines. Aldric turns to Baron Song. Baron Song, you have a monster in your midst. I do not blame you. He's good at hiding things. Were you aware of his true nature as the Lich Guard, protector of the famed Lich? <sighs> there is no Lich, Aldric. No? And twas Tyrus that drew first blood. So you confess you are Georg. A man takes many names in many times. Then what of this lich? What of this phylactery? Rohana said you read. she read your mind and you thought of it. Do you deny it? Do you deny that you... While I admit I am a powerful wizard, not every thought I have becomes manifest. Rohana's a damn fool. He kind of grits his teeth. So you claim not to have a phylactery, not to be a monster. You wouldn't mind a search of your personal possessions then. Excuse me? Might I search your personal possessions? You come into Lord Song's home and demand to search his men? It's a bit presumptuous. Baron Song remains silent throughout this. I would tell be, me what, I would be tell happy. Me what you're looking for. I am looking for the phylactery of Drexel so that it might be destroyed once and for all. <clears throat> and what does this phylactery look like? And why would I have it? That's a good question. You're chasing ghosts, Aldric. You can't, you can't believe everything you think. 
And even more, you can't believe everything I think. If it's not true, why did you hide? Anna thinks that I think. Why did you hide? Why did you change your name? Why did you fight Tyrus? Fight Tyrus? Tyrus fought me. Chased my man Reptar all the way to Thornwood. Murdered him in cold blood and hung him in the town square. Tyrus is the monster, not me. He was a slave. Who cares? He was a freed man. Why did you not come forth? Correct, Tyrus, if this was simply a mistake. Submit yourself to us like an honest man would. Oh, I'll come for Tyrus yet. Baron Song finally holds up a hand and says, I will not have bloodshed in my chambers. Aldrich, Carl here professes not to be this garter of Drexel. And what evidence do you bring us other than the ravings of a wizard? You read his mind one time and sentence him to death on that? You are quick to jump to conclusions. It is long known that Drexel has been dead. A lich he was made during the War of Creation and undone thereafter. Aldrich seems nervous. The retainer knight has his hand on his sword and it's like an inch drawn from the scabbard, but not fully. And you're just kind of partially at the ready. Uh, Gay, uh, not Gayrig, um, what's his name? Greller is the same way. Uh, hand on sword and dagger. Well, actually just hand on sword. Aldrich says, fine then. We will be back tomorrow. And we will see what spells can reveal. I promise you, this man is a monster hiding foul and dark secrets. (laughs) Rohana is a great teacher. She would never make a mistake like that. Everyone makes mistakes, Aldric. You have made your last. He turns and whirls, walking from the room. Uh, The footmen slowly follow. The knight backs out, never taking his eyes off of you. Um, they exit and leave the keep. Leaving the three of you in the chamber, along with you know the servants that are around, having seen all this. Hmm. Well, that didn't go as well as I would have hoped. Well, Carl... If that is still the name you wish to use. What's in the name? Did you really name yourself after a dagger? I, yeah, I unsheath it and show it to him. Tyrus hurled it into my back as he chased me out of town for the 
mad musings of a diviner. Hmm. What I said next is true. He hunted down my man. And for oh. mere association with me, had him hung in Thornwood. I had heard there was a man hung for these crimes. A slave? A freedman? A slave whom I freed. Mactar. Hmm. R.I.P. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. Can you prove your innocence? <clears throat> I have no idea. I... I know what he's after. I don't think he does. I don't think it's a phylactery. But... Certainly it is a powerful magical item, and I would be... And I would hesitate to turn it over to the likes of him. This is neither his barony nor his county, nor is he any more than an archmage. He has no authority here that we do not grant him. And yet, it would be better to bury this. Civil war would not be good. We have very few men, even if we do have the two of you. Emotions to Greller with the same gesture. What? Greller, I believe you had best stay in your armor tonight. There is no knowing if these men will try something sneaky and underhanded. I'm sure they will. I, I don't know what Aldric has plans, but he certainly goes tonight to sleep and prepare spells for whatever he thinks is going down tomorrow. I had hoped this could be resolved peacefully. Undoubtedly, they will send messengers out in the night to spread the news. What news is there, really? He brings no evidence, just more empty accusations. So what if I am Georg the Grim? <laughs> Let the small folk whisper of liches but an archmage and these nobles this has all gotten out of hand my father was a loved man he was struck down by an assassin with poison were he a feared man I think his life might not have slipped away so quickly it is better to be feared than loved Carl Well, I don't know what you saw, but I saw much fear in Aldrich. Hmm. Well, 
Let us see what the morning brings. <clears throat> Greller, tell the men to make ready and keep a watch all night. Carl, you would best prepare for tomorrow. He gets up and heads away. I don't even know what prepare for tomorrow means, but I'm always ready to murder Hobo. All right. All right. Um, rest of the day passes. Also, you learn fly. Whee! Secret wizard fortress, here I come. Maybe that's how you escape this. You just cast fly and fly take off. Away! No. No. Flying wraith form. That could be fun. Mm. Woo! All right. You gain an HP. Uh, surgery. Surgery. You gain two surgery. HP. Yeah. 14 out of 16. And uh, we go into Friday. What do you do? Cast another deep pockets. Mm -hmm. Keeping the amulet hidden away. They were tracking Carl. I assumed they would be tracking. I was like, ah, he's tracking the amulet. He got nothing. Yeah, locate item requires, or locate object requires really something but that you must know. Yeah. I was never really clear on on if they knew what what this uh, if this artifact even existed. It You're... seems like they probably don't. Mm. The dwarves dug it up, and I was the first one they asked. All right, what spells does Aldric memorize? He does not have a lot of combat spells. <laughs> Neither did I. He's not, Thanks, Ramdal. He's not a combat wizard. Hey, I didn't... I wanted to resolve this peacefully. I really do want a second opinion on the amulet, but everyone is just so crazy and paranoid that I would not trust any other wizard to look at it. Well, do you blame them? They think you're bringing back a lich. <laughs> crazy people i mean i'm not even i might be bringing back a lich i'm not sure i actually now that i'm level six i can possibly identify it and figure out more information because hmm. i think i only know of five properties that it has so i think an identify spell at this point could tell me if there are like hidden lich summoning powers that i'm not aware of or at the very least hidden powers that i'm not aware of But I don't know. Isn't this going to ruin your campaign world if you just like have every NPC declare war on me and get murdered one by one? No, because the campaign world is its own. You know, I, I can set things in here that like parallel universes sort of yeah. thing. I guess uh, I am a dimensionalist. And also doesn't ruin anything this just adds depth and history that i would otherwise have to factor create by myself sure but if by the end of this campaign like all of like 
Aldrich and Rohana and Tyrus and well, if they all want if they all have to be killed in the course of this campaign. Maybe they don't have to be killed. Maybe you can make peace with them. There are many other things to slay. Maybe. Like displacer beasts, hint hint, nudge nudge. Hey. God, that is the most useless spell I ever learned. <laughs> All right. Next morning. Uh, yeah. One, two, four, F, five, seven. Chat sort of points out one of my fears. <laughs> Once you sacrifice 100 souls, you turn into a lich. Oh, God. Like I, Although I, I'm metagaming, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen Neil no, noting how many souls I'm consuming. But that is sort of a secret fear that I have, that there is some trigger like that. Like once you've sacrificed enough souls to Malchus, it unlocks something or who knows. All right. Um, so I guess the, the next day, we next day around for... Um, middle of the morning, you are... Everyone is, or Kel Greller is beside Baron Song, never more than five feet behind him, or never more than ten feet behind him. Mm -hmm. uh, Kel Crystal has been keeping the gate all night, as well as all the men at arms have been up. Mm -hmm. Dawn comes, people are kind of tired, but they're soldiering through it. A servant runs in saying that the entourage has been spotted coming back to the keep. Um, Greller and Song, and I presume you, all head out to the front wall to meet them on the ramparts. Sure, yeah. Um, I try to not look like a pussy as I hide behind Greller. <laughs> I guess I get I get cover from the ramparts in right. any case, right? It's just, it's just a palisade, right? But it right. has like a platform that you can walk around. Correct. Uh. They approach on horseback, and Aldric calls out from below, Open Hold the on. gates! Only Aldric and the knight are on horseback, or just the whole... Aldric and the knight are on horseback. Uh, two of the foot soldiers are on... Actually, four of the foot soldiers are on horseback. The other six are on feet, on foot. So they have six horses and six footmen? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um... Right. It looks like all the supplies that they had been carrying on the horses have been left somewhere else, so they've got as many mounted men as possible. Um, Aldrich calls from below, Open the gates, Baron! To which Baron Song replies, Under whose authority? Aldrich gets a frustrated look on his face. Baron Song turns to you and says, Do you have a way to prove your words to him oh i was supposed to prove that i, I look a little taken aback i'm not <laughs> sure what they were expecting uh... i guess i look down to aldrich uh what is it you seek aldrich what what more do you hope to learn? The phylactery of Drexel. Bring it to me so that I may destroy it 
and throw yourself on the mercy of the court, that you might be granted a quick and painless death. I told you, Aldric, I know of no phylactery. Rohana has reached into your mind and said otherwise. She is a diviner of great skill. As I said, we all make mistakes, diviners included. Not everyone who thinks of phylacteries has them. He starts... I bet if I were to probe your mind right now, you would... He's casting a spell. He starts to chant the words to a spell. Uh, I'm going to spellcraft to see what it is. As I'm saying... As I say... Why, I bet if I were to probe the surface thoughts of your mind, you're thinking about phylacteries as we speak. Uh, Give me a spellcraft proficiency check. 23 pass. I think the spell still gets off, but... He's casting detect magic. Okay. Um, I'll cast detect magic too, then. After, I mean, I, mine goes off after him. Uh, he so, gazes at you, looks you up and, and down. Sees out, uh, I guess Carl is probably outside of right. the robe, but otherwise he just sees my magic. He sees a magic robe. Of, depending on his philosophy, maybe it's a dimension, the school of dimension, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a school of alteration. Um, right, that's what the mm-hmm. pockets. So I cast the same. All right. Around later. Um, Aldrich has on him. Do, 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 do. Absolutely nothing magical. Really? Nothing. <clears throat> when I get through the casting, I'll say, well, that's boring. <laughs> <clears throat> he calls out one more time. Last chance. I will get the count, countess. She will bring men. We will tear down this keep stone by stone if we have to. I look to the Baron. He has a worried look on his face and says, if she is convinced of his words, that very well may happen. I like lean and whisper, what would you have me do? Turn myself in? Tear them to pieces? This has all gotten quite out of hand. Indeed. Do you have any evidence to support you not having... You can't prove a negative. Damn it, Aldrich. Why not let him search you and your room? Invasion of privacy it may be, but if it staves off war. <clears throat> because there is a part, an artifact I'm concerned with, but perhaps a second opinion. Very well, Aldrich. 
Kel Crystal looks to Baron Song, who nods, and she opens the gates. The... I, ste- I step down from the from the wall. Okay. They all march in. Um, the men at arms of the Barons, kind of squaring off against the men at arms of the of Aldric. The two knights, kind of squaring off. Aldric slowly approaches you. There's a maybe a 15 foot space between you and anyone else. I should have made another extra dimensional pocket somewhere to hide it in. Um, but you know, maybe I just show it to him and see what he thinks. Aldric approaches you. It's charged with an invisibility. He could just like grab it and disappear. He asks you to hold your arms out. And goes in to start, like, patting you down. I guess I do that. Can he... Is he able to access all my extra-dimensional pockets? Or is that the caster only? I think anyone could, but they are on the inside of your robe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he pats you down, and there's no discernible bulge you're feeling, and he feels across you. And says... uh, Then he turns to... um, One of the footmen of Baron Songs, and says, You! Foot soldier... Show us to his room. The foot soldier looks concerned, looks to Baron Song, who gives a slight nod. I give a shrug. I say, my workshop is there, and I gesture to the forge, and actually, I'll need to let you in. Okay. Uh, first, you guys go to the uh, workshop. Uh-huh. Yeah, but pretty much everything interesting is in my pockets. Right. Including, including all your magic items, any scrolls you have for Spellbook? Particularly Ra- Randall's spellbook. Yeah, absolutely. You can't fit a spellbook in a pocket, though. Like, it it's physically... A five-cubic-foot five pocket that can... But, but the entrance to the pocket is only so big, it, you know. I don't, this is a custom... It's a custom robe designed for fitting all my shit. So you you have pockets that are, like, wide enough to slip a spellbook in? Absolutely. Like, What's foot the and a half wide pockets? pockets if you can't put all okay. of your shit in the pockets? All right, all right. Okay, I, I didn't quite realize you had giant fucking wide pockets that are like an inch deep, and the sewer's like, I don't know why he's making this robe. This pocket exactly. doesn't make any sense, but... Exactly. Okay. Um, he searches I, your... I mean, yeah. Furthermore, there are no discernible bulges where the special pockets are. Right. He searches the, the shop. They take you into your room. He casts another detect magic spell, scans the room... There's nothing, Matt. I mean, there's yeah. the wizard locked door, right? The wizard locked chest in here. Uh, I, I mean, I open them for him and show him that the chest is just full of gold. And he moves the gold about, looking the for books things. All belonged to Bruce. I don't know if that would mean anything to him, but no, he pages through the scrolls, ignores them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the scrolls are actually in a pocket. Okay, the, the it's like journals and right, right, academic right. tomes of Bruce. He looks fr- frustrated. The workshop has, has some of my things, but nothing of value. He turns back to you and looks at your robe. Mm-hmm. Your clothes, they radiate magic. What are they? Some trick? <clears throat> I nod. What's in them? 
I let out a sigh. Where are we at this point? Are we up in the room? Or? You're in the bedroom. It's you and Aldrich in here with everyone else kind of out in the hallway in cramped quarters. Um, actually, I guess it's you and Aldrich and um, the knight, the retainer knight. Greller is with Song and they're outside. And then the footmen are all kind of cramped around uh, in the hallway and downstairs. I ask what's in them. I... Mm-hmm. I feel no pockets at all. These magic... What what sort of magic is in these robes? <clears throat> I'm debating what to tell him. How much to tell him. Whether to lie or come clean. Your pauses. Mm-hmm. Translate into game, though. Yeah. <sighs> Georg. Come. I will tell you out in the yard. I don't trust you or this and I like nod to the knight he nods slowly and everyone moves back into the yard um, and squares off into their respective sides again I should mention this entire time Kel Crystal has stayed at the gate she is the gatekeeper she doesn't wide open or is it no she closed the gate after they all came in Uh, but she stays at the gate she is the gatekeeper Mm mm-hmm Uh, Mm -hmm. I should have set up a pocket dimension before this started. Sitting there in my memory taunting me. You guys are in the yard. He says, now what? Show me. Unmask yourself. A wizard does not reveal all of his inventions, but... I believe I, I, I cock my head to the side. How will you know if you found what you're looking for? A phylactery holds the blood of the lich. Do you have spells that can detect such things? I have none. Is that even within a wizard's power? It would be obvious. It must be a vessel to contain blood. You cannot have a feather be a phylactery. It must contain blood. Mine. Hmm. This detect magic is probably still going could dump all my things onto the ground with the amulet comes We're, with it. Everyone's watching. I, everyone's looking at you, Carl. Georg. 
I let out a sigh and I start unloading my pockets. It's like, here's I a do- book. Yeah. Here's I'm another like, book. Fine then, fine. You can you can you can search my robes, and I I think I, my goal is just gonna be to overwhelm him with shit. I'll be like, here, hold this, and I hand him a crowbar <laughs> and a quarterstaff, and then I yeah. Um, the I look with the scrolls of Bruce, and I just I it goes. I think I there's actually a backpack in there that has more <laughs> things inside of it. Is yeah. the the so. look of the non wizards is one of amazement and wonder and confusion as you produce yeah. things from inside your robes that no that can't be produced. A twenty five foot length of silk rope. Yes. Uh, after you do, you empty the. The amulet as well? Uh, I leave the amulet in. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave the amulet and I will also leave Ramdal's spell book. Okay. You take these things out. Uh, they're Eventually they're just like on the ground, set everywhere. I could have done it in one blow, but then everything right. would have come out. Aldric. I kind of wanted to make a point of it. Looks about at these things and says, and how do I know? And I, I'd like take my robe off and like set it on the ground next to them, like. Actually, I don't wear anything under my robe, so maybe I don't do that. He looks about and... Mm. What else? You must have the phylactery on you. You said it it yourself. You don't even know what you're looking for. I've shown you all of my things. I've been transparent and truthful. He seethes with anger. Oh, but I, uh, Truth Seer's amulet, or ring, I also didn't bother to pull out. Okay. It's on a separate sheet, which is why I didn't notice it on my character sheet. Okay. Uh, He sees with anger and says, uh, you cannot deny you were looking into Drexel. You asked about him through town. Mm-hmm. What is your connection to this lich, if not through his phylactery? <clears throat> you are looking into Drexel. What is your connection to the lich? There you are rumors. You are my connection. There are rumors in this land of this great sorcerer Drexel. Is it not natural to be curious? Look, I have submitted to your search and your seizure. If you would perhaps approach this more civilly, I would be more open to discussing as colleagues, but you have made yourself an adversary, and it is most unfortunate. If we're done here... He growls and storms off to his horse. I start loading things back in my pockets. Uh, the men retreat to their horses as well. Crystal opens the gate, and they leave. I fear I've only uh, what is it? Delayed the inevitable. But all right, uh, they depart and they leave. That, I think, is it for today. 
most interesting. Um, I want to hold on. No, 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 no. As they're leaving and shouting across the wall, I want to slide on Truth Seer's and Truth Seer's ring mm-hmm. and shout out to Aldrich as he's like mounting up and getting off. He's like, "Tell me, Aldrich, do you really not know what you seek? Do you not know what this phylactery is you're looking for?" I don't know what the phylactery looks like. Legend says it was destroyed ages ago. But a phylactery must contain blood. Which is all true. Why do you want it? To destroy it. Also true. Hmm. Well, I guess if it... yeah, Yeah, it's all true. Well, I'll keep my eyes open. Do let me know if you come up with a test to find or detect such a ungodly artifact. Without saying a word, he and his men leave. And uh, that's it for today's session. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Georg. You mm. have come out of the closet. <laughs> Georg comes out of the closet. <laughs> Seek wizard no longer. I take off Truth Seer's ring, by the way, and okay. put it away. Hmm. I really do want like a second opinion. I, w- I want to know what the amulet does, but everyone acts so crazy and jealous about it. Maybe that's just me. See, you get uh, fifteen experience for each of the goblins you fought. Fucking goblins! <laughs> uh, Two hundred experience for the weak race. There, there were like ten goblins, though, right? Or something Six. like that. Six. So, okay. um, two hundred experience for the wraiths. Two hundred experience wraiths for each wraith. Yeah. Shenanigans. Doesn't it? I thought it was like thousands for It's 2,000 for a full hit die wraith. For a for full 5.5. 5, uh, oh, or 5 oh, hit oh. die plus 5 HP. And these each have D4 HP. Um, Fair enough. Duh. Let's see. You learned Burning Hands. That's. Burning Hands and Fly. Uh, what, do we say 50 or 100 experience per spell level? I think it might have been a hundred. I think it was a hundred too. For learning, yeah. For casting, it's fifty, which right. I cast. So, an enlarge. Four hundred experience for hands. learning spells. You cast an enlarge, a burning hands, a lightning oh, bolt. I think that's it. Like the deep pockets doesn't count for anything. No. Does the horse count for anything? No. Only if I cast it to overcome whatever. Yeah. So that's five spell that's levels. Five. So that's yeah, 250 so experience. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Some experience for the birthday. Um, I think we planted seeds that have not been reaped yet. And then let's do uh, a huge major storyline. Your Georgness has... Georgness. Well, your your lichness, your the truth yeah. of who you are has come out. Uh, that's a pretty monumental event in your in this story. So let's give you a good fifteen hundred for that, um, and you get ten percent then, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 1.1. So that's 3399 for experience. 3399 including yes. the 10%. Yes. We're a long way from 80k. Um so we're how how long of a way are we? Um let's see. I am at 51532 out of 80. Quite a long there's way. Still, there's still plenty of fun things to do at level 3. I can now fly? Yes, you can. And once I get some displacer beast hide, I think my next personal quest will be to see if I can find the secret wizard castle in the sky. Um, Claire audience will be the next spell that I learn. That's also a third level spell. Yeah. We kind of just neglected all the shit going down in Thornwood. What was there was that, uh, what was that NPC's name? Rambo. Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie. Yeah. Whose sister was kidnapped or murdered by, Lady Red Shields. Yeah, as far as you know, she's still working at the bait and tackle. Unless she got stupid and tried to storm Thornwood by herself. Yep. Um, um, kind of avoiding ever seeing Ramdel again because I have a spell book, but I guess he doesn't. Need you to didn't know that. show your, his spell book to Aldrich, right? No, I specifically said that. Right. I, I, along with I the thought so. And the ring stayed in my pocket. Uh, what is your chance to learn with their audience? 85? Mm. Chat says that Marjorie is Lady Red Shield. I hope that's not a spoiler. That sounds that sounds just crazy enough to be true, or just crazy enough to be crazy. I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. What, what did you ask? What is my uh, chance to learn, Claire? Audience. Eighty uh, percent. Okay. All right, and that's that for Dyson with Death. I think we'll see you guys next week at the same time and same place. Um, Do let us know how this time is working for you. I know it's changed, and probably you Americans aren't able to watch as much, but you Europeans can. So uh, It's a good American time. It's just the middle of the day. I don't know if people people have work and school and stuff. Some people. Yeah. Um, But whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. I don't think there's anything else to say. I guess not. Nope. Um, uh, shenanigans is on Saturday this week instead of Sunday, everyone. Remember. Hard- Hardcore Heroes on Sunday. And Hardcore Heroes on Sunday instead of Saturday. They've just switched for this week and just this week. Chaos. Total chaos. It's a, secret, a secret plan to drive more views to shenanigans? Uh, no, oh, it's a, a oh, secret plan. Sh- plan to actually play hardcore heroes (laughs) fair enough all right ta-ta everyone good night and goodbye